were you a fan of this album when it came out or no? No, absolutely. Of course. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. I, I, mean, I, I mean, tell a story like last, I mean, probably every like few months I tell the whole Metallica <laughs> story. Like I made them like, or, yeah. you know, or, you know, I can say like I myself because I bought the Kill em All album uh, and <clears throat> the vinyl. You know, I I believe I was a part of that first wave that 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 got them popular. You know, helped pass their music around and spread it around to other friends. And then you know, then I didn't buy the I didn't buy the Ride the Lightning, and I didn't buy the follow up albums, uh, Master of Puppets and Justice for All. I didn't I didn't buy those, but I believe I was still there in the beginning. And this was always played like everybody was always playing this on cassette, whether it be vinyl or cassette. It was always played. And it was like an almost like uncanny scene and stuff like that. It was super popular. Is uh, what number album is this for them? Number two, Kill 'Em All would be their first album. Okay, got it, got it. Um, and so it would. So revisiting this, I think you you were listening to it um, not too long ago, right? Because of yeah, the, it was after. Uh, uh, yeah, it was Blue Samurai. Blue yeah, it was Samurai? after Blue, exactly. So then, but but well, what happened too was was it because of Blue Samurai? Because I knew that it was also like a, a, a anniversary. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I might as well do, you know, might as well kill two birds with one stone. Like it's anniversary. It's it's time to break the embargo and uh and throw it on <laughs> the 20 year on uh, or actually 20 plus year Napster embargo. <laughs> uh and so you you remember this album fondly or you would you would you say you're gonna put this on your regular playlist now or now? No, heck no. I won't put it on my playlist. <laughs> I mean it's going back on embargo after once, yeah. It, it <laughs> one, you know, once it's what to after today it, it'll go back on embargo. Okay. So yeah, because I mean I you know, I I will never forgive these guys for what they did with the Napster stuff, you know. To me, to me they're sellouts. It I, doesn't mean I don't like the music. The music, <laughs> the music is good. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. As a is kid, it though? <laughs> I, as is a kid, as a kid who was coming, you know, who was who was into heavy metal and punk rock and stuff like that, the thrash thing was like that was the next like evolution. Like, yeah. oh look, oh look, both genres are coming together now. Now we could all now we don't have to fight anymore. We could all be like we could all be lovers together now. <laughs> uh, this is Bevon. I'm Leonard. I'm Gregory. And of course, we're talking about the uh, Metallica uh, album, uh, Ride the Lightning from 1984. Good Lord, world. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I don't know if you know like the full backstory of Metallica. Like uh, the original guitar player was Dave Mustaine from, uh, from Megadeth. Oh, he would go on to falling form. out, right? Yeah. Yeah. He had a falling out. So, so, yeah. So, but, but he, he does, he's, he's credited with a couple of songs on this album still. Really? So I guess he, yeah. He still, they still liked a couple of his riffs. Okay, yeah, I know that. Uh, I know that. Uh, I think he was a big drug user at the time, and they booted him. Probably out doing that. everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, he probably had the biggest ego at the time. Probably. I mean, I mean, yeah. I think he might have outdid Lars. So that's 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 saying something. Or I remember seeing a video not too long ago, maybe last year, about, and it was probably an older video, but it was making the rounds again because I think they just got inducted into the. Uh, the Hall of uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame within the past couple of years. So I guess they, I guess Dave and Lars had like a re, like a reunion. They hadn't seen each other in years, and they had oh, like okay. a, they had to hug it out or something like that. Yeah, I saw. Gosh, I just saw some video footage because now, because of course, you know, YouTube always like follows like whatever you're doing. Like it somehow, man, <laughs> it somehow manages to like know what you're doing. Like I just saw a live video of I think it's from 2011 where Dave Mustaine was playing like they were Metallica was playing live, and he came on stage and started doing some oh. of the songs. Oh, like Nigel, like uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that reminds me. God, what was I watching? Oh shoot, I was watching a band. Oh man, it's it's a relatively famous heavy metal band, 
and the guitar player was having a hard time with the guitar was out of tune oh. and, and so some guy like came up or like like one of the workers had to come out like and like plug it in and uh. like and i was like wait a minute it looks like spinal tap was it real or was it fake it was real it was a real uh. band and like it was it was one of those guitar players that like he was really into it. oh oh it was uh it was acdc it was uh okay. it was angus uh young and he was doing the guitar and he was the heads <laughs> going up and down and you could hear that it's out of tune and it's like, and it's so like the guy, so the other guy brings like the guitar and straps it in, puts a strap on him while he's doing the same motion over and nice. over again. So it's literally like Nigel on his back and he's like, pick him up. Probably where they uh, got it from too. Where do we got for our first beer for today? We got some, well, some, I got the jars. I got the, okay. yeah, there's a lot of IPAs here, a lot of cans, lots of cans, many cans. Uh, uh, I got the, the jar. Is it the, the Adroit Theory stout though? One of those Adroit. That is correct. Stout? Okay, that is right. the one stout. That is the lone. That is the lone. Uh... All right, you sound like you're complaining a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I feel, I feel kind of like empty without stouts. Like, hey, I gave you, I gave you four B bond stouts. So there you go. What are you complaining about? <laughs> like, 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 oh, like, oh, like, where's like the like the Adroit Theory? Well, we got the Adroit. I mean, like the uh, the everywhere. Where's the Weld Works? The Weld uh, Works yeah, everywhere. <laughs> Media noches. Jesus, what's going on here? Like high <laughs> level, like it's high level. Come on. I raised the bar. Like you're, you're too. Like all these high level beers. <laughs> like you think it's like the de facto. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. This morning we have here, and and funny because the one in the drawer is not a stout. Yeah. Uh, it's Hardywood Bourbon Barreled Age Crew. Oh. It's, okay, it's an yeah, Abbey. It's, oh. it's an Abbey style quadruple a ale age and bourbon whiskey barrels. Um. Twelve percent ABV is what I'm if, looking at. And what is a crew? Can can you explain what a crew is? No, no I didn't. <laughs> like, no idea. Because I mean, the crew pops up in various like you know. It's like oh, we got the crew like uh, in, in in sour beers. It pops up too, like Belgian. Yeah, I thought like it was Belgian. a sour. I thought it was yeah. a sour beer. I don't know. Belgian I don't know what the heck sour. it is. What's a Roden, Rodenbach has like a crew, and it's like uh, Chimay has a crew. It's, I think it's like a. It's got to be a French or a Belgian thing where it's like oh, is we it, mix it like, like a. a is it like a like a, a yeast? It has to do with the yeast. I don't think or... so. I, I want to say it's like a blend. It's like a blend of their oh. best beers, maybe, or their best, uh, you know. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right, I poured this. Did you pour that already? I'm trying to get the top off. Like, oh uh, shoot! I spilled a little bit of it. A little bit of. The I think he tightened it a little bit. Oh, and, then I, and then when shoot. I was coming in, the cat was trying to get out, so I had to like, so I, I put, try to push the bag at him, and like the bag fell over. So, oh, was, so was it more spillage or no? No, no. It's actually oh, it was actually okay. I'm pretty sorry. Okay, I got it. I got it. <laughs> it's like you know you're gonna get some dark uh, caramel notes. Well, it looks caramel color. That's why initially yeah. when I saw it, I go, "This this is gonna go two of two ways. It's a barley wine or it's a sour beer." So, and you could smell you could smell the the barrels on it. Mm. All right, here we go. Cheers, Rosette. What oh, yeah. year is this? This is an old, I mean, is this an older beer? It tastes it a little. It tastes does. a little yeah. stale. I mean. Little subtle. Is this, little, one of, is this one of your old? Was one of your old uh, beers? Oh, uh, what's what's it? That you uh, here? It might be one called? of those old ones. It's the Hardywood Bourbon Barrel Crew. Oh, I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think I had any. I don't think I had any crews. You know, it might be a little bit older. It has to be old. See yeah. Dates on this. It's it's a little thin. It's a little um, stale. Would, is that a, is that a word to use? But yeah, I can see that. I, I would say definitely the whiskey still holds. Like I'm getting mostly whiskey on it. So like oh. everything else is like faded, but the whiskey's still there. 
Yeah, like a flat soda is what it what it tastes like, right? Uh, let's see. What do we got? Do we have any beer news for this week? Anything? Any, these, Companies these, coming going. These uh these uh hop waters and any beers are all over the place now. I don't know who's um, buying them. Oh, speaking of that, wow. Speak okay. Speaking of that, I'm, I I listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, uh pasta horror podcasts and podcasts, and for some reason. I got a commercial of that, like uh, like hop, like uh, the hop. Oh. It was a NA like hop water, or, or no, no, it was a near beer, and it was like a it was a near beer advertisement for craft near beer, and I was like, wait a minute, like how do they like how do they know it's it's like either that it's either popular or they know my taste. I don't think they know I, these are all pre recorded uh, ads in these podcasts, yeah. So they don't know this is just like it, maybe it's a thing now where it's like it's popular. I, what company was it? Do you know? I didn't see the company. I think it was like a store or something. It was like a, you know, I, I it was just like, uh, wait a minute, like a craft, a craft beer near beer thing. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Hop waters, um, any beers. I, you know what, when I, when you, when I just saw, you know how they have the hard seltzers They're, oh, yeah. they, they have the, like the hard crossed out and it's just a regular seltzer now. Oh, really? So you can't yeah. do that. You can't. Yeah. And it looks like a hard, it looks like an alcoholic, you know, a, a can with alcohol, but the hearts crossed out. So it's just a regular, you know, seltzer. I'm seeing every popular drink or semi-popular drink is being turned into a quote unquote hard yeah. version. I just saw the, I think Sunny E. Oh, a hard like version. A, so they're going the other way. Yeah. They're going more. Yeah. If, if it's a popular drink, well, like the Haritos, like, yeah. you know, it's like that went hard. I believe I saw Sunny D like a like a hard uh-huh. Sunny D. Yeah, I was like, Excuse me, I, I was never a big that. fan of it, but it's like a hard version. So, well, we saw it, the Arizona too, right? The Arizona, well, Arizona, D's. yeah, Arizona. There you go. It's I'm sure Snapple's got to have one pretty soon. And I'm Snapple assuming, still exists. Has to. Snapple, uh-huh. Wait a minute, does it? Had Snapple years. I used to drink a lot of them. <laughs> um, I, it's only a matter of time. Probably it's probably already out. I might just haven't noticed it. Is before like Pepsi and Coke and all like the big those companies start doing it, right? Start making the hard versions of their uh, of their sodas. Well, yeah, never know, never know. I'm gonna buy some of those NA because I remember I always send you. I think that uh, Speedway Stout one, like the NA Speedway Stout. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. pick one of those up for you and see if you'll know know the difference. Well, well that's the thing. You got you, if you really want to take a test, you got to put the real thing against the uh, the to see to see if there really is a difference. There's got to be huge difference. Come on, it's gonna be huge. Different. If we can't pick out the difference between an NA beer <laughs> placebo and, effect, and, like no. the placebo effect, like you give me a you give me a bottle of it, like here's like here's some Speedway Stout, and then it's like you know five minutes later I'm already filling it already, but oh yeah, oh yeah, that's like uh like non-alcoholic. So if we can't figure out, if we can't notice the difference, it's over, it's over. I give up. Yeah. Gosh, I'm trying to think of the last time we haven't had any of the uh the near beers, right? We've only had the hop waters, I think. But we haven't uh, had any new beers. I don't think we've had an NA beer. I need to pick one. I do need to pick one up that so we can try for the show without the I hoopla. Know, I think the last time I had one must have been back in, <laughs> in the ni- in the 90s, probably. I think uh-huh. I had one. I think I think Peter was, I think because at that time he was like, you know, coming off and he was stopping to stop drinking. Uh-huh. And I think he had something like an old duels or something. So I was like, uh, yeah, I'll yeah. try it. I'll tell you what, though, because I mean, let's be honest, like, those beers, you know, macro beers are the, the pale pale uh, uh, laggers are so like close to to like water anyway. <laughs> and it really wasn't that much of a difference, and I, it, it tasted the same. I thought. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna pick up some of these NA beers and kind of do a, a like a blind taste test on them coming soon. Uh, let's say I've been been emailing uh, Doug from Cycle. Probably gonna get him on an interview for the show. Just uh, 
because that barrel age barrel age beard days come in from cycle and plus that dark embrace invitational is coming up in March and I'm heading out to uh, yeah. Tampa for so oh so the barrel age day that's a separate event is that what yeah. they're talking about like if you want to do both events like yeah uh, oh okay yeah the barrel age beard so it's Tampa beer weekend that week so oh, yeah. everyone's going to be pulling out their best stuff so cycles doing their barrel age beard day on that Friday. And then uh, Saturdays at Dark Embrace Invitational between them and was it Angry Cheer and Ology, I think. I believe you're correct. That is correct. That is correct. Yes. And then plus everybody from across the country will be pouring their. uh, their Everybody except for Green Cheek and Treehouse. For some reason, they never get like, do they. Are they like Posada and Grotto? Like they never get invited to. Green Cheek goes to stuff. I, I, because I saw them for Wakefest last year. Oh, okay. Okay. Then Treehouse is Posada and Grotto then. You never see them anywhere. Well, I don't know if they're persona non grata or they're just like they just don't too show too up. Like, like, <laughs> like what's what's the like, real reason you guys don't go like uh, to any uh, beer fest? Uh, speaking of wake fest, I don't think that's happening this year. I've seen zero advert for it, and uh, I don't really? think they, I don't think they're doing it this year. Wake fest in Florida, right? That's uh, yeah, that's Florida's in Miami. A, yeah, yeah, I did that last year. Uh, had a great time, and uh, and I don't think they're doing it this year. I haven't seen wow. anything about it. Because yeah, they had a, quite a few beer uh, bottles that they were selling, if I recall. Yeah, remember I bought a remember I bought a bunch of them. Yeah, and I think those were like uh, several. of Those were, were related to uh, the one rap guy, uh, Biggie Smalls. Oh, the Big Papa. The uh, yeah, yeah, Biggie Smalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I have a bottle left of oh, okay. some of, of one of those beers because I'm afraid they were collapsed with uh, Mostra as well, and uh, and uh, Derek Galanosa from Goal. Uh, brewing who was on the show last year he's uh now has that goal brewing spot in uh san diego and oh, okay. he's a he's a regular collab with the with wake with wakefield he's a collaborator not like a like a a protege uh you know i don't know where he i gosh i did interviewed him i should know he uh what's the one brewery in in uh in san diego the big one the big um, one in san diego for, strauss for... strauss uh he started out at strauss brewery really you remember Carl? Gosh. You remember Carl Strauss? Carl back Strauss, in the day. yeah. They have a place over here in uh, Anaheim, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They do. They do. Yeah. yeah, I believe he was working with. I think he started with them first. Oh, okay. If okay. I'm not mistaken. Uh, and then you know he was a head brewer at uh, Moxa up in uh, Rockland. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I met him. Go. I met him at the uh, California Craft Beer Summit uh, last year um, in uh, in Sacramento. So I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm going to do that this year. Shoot, I applied for the press credential. Let's see if uh, if my press what, credential. Gets what approved. happens to Wake? Is it just Wake? Is it just the? Uh, you have to go. Well, you're going to Miami, uh, regardless, no. right? T- Tampa, Tampa. I mean, I'm sorry, Flo- I meant Florida, Florida in yes. general. It's a big state, though. It's like California. You can't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like it's like you can go to like Green Cheek and Bottle Logic and Monkish like in ten minutes. It's like a four hour drive from. Like oh yeah, yeah. Fields. It's like California. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. like people assume they come to California. Hey, we're going to L. LA, but can we hit like like everywhere? Like no, like no. Like you may be able to hit San Diego, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah you're not hitting San Francisco. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's, unless you're planning to spare, spend a lot of time here, you're not going to be able to do it. Exactly. Um. So uh, yeah, I think Doug's going to be on the show probably next week or in a couple of weeks. I'm trying to book him on to do an interview. Nice. Yeah, he's a nice, he's a nice guy too. He's a, I see a lot of these breweries starting to do a lot of video, like Instagram videos now with them on it. You know, I think I saw it. I think I yeah, I think I saw a video of him. He was talking about doing both. If you're gonna do both the events, like the tickets, it was. I think it was on the cycle thing that, uh, and I was able to view it. 
Yeah. I, I don't know how I'm coming back after uh, after the barrel aged beer day and then uh, and then the dark embrace. I might not make it back. I was saying that so well when I when I was mentioning uh, Miami, I was saying you also gotta bring back some uh, funky Buddha from and funky Buddha's probably uh, sold in most of the stores, so it's not even yeah. like uh, yeah. Well, the, I mean, I, you know, when you think about between cycle and angry chair. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know when we're going to record, though, because I normally we record on that Friday, but the festival's that Friday. Oh. And then Saturday's the other festival. So I think maybe we have to might record on a Sunday. And I'll be okay. all, uh, I mean, me from Grand Angry Chair, I might have to go do a, a, an episode from maybe. I don't know. Okay. I have to figure out the logistics of that. Uh, let's see. So we're doing, um, the, we get, we're getting back into the bear, man, the bear is winning everything this award se uh, season, by the way. So it cleaned up on the golden globes and it just cleaned up on uh, the Emmys last Monday. So good for the bear, best comedy series. Carmi won a, an Emmy, Richie won an Emmy and Sid won. Is the bear Gosh, see, I always like wonder <laughs> about shows. Is the bear really comedy? It's like I, I mean, yeah, it has that. comedic moments, but is it really a comedy? Especially the episode we saw this this week. It's it's more it's like a it's more like a somber like character study of the Marcus character, and it's not yeah. funny. It's it's meant to be like to show you about him, and you know, it's like I don't know, like like it. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, there are funny scenes, but it's not like a funny like show. So it's I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, they're funny scenes, but it's like it's a different type of humor. You know, you're bringing up a point that that's being brought up right now is that is it really a comedy, yeah. and is it fair to the other explicit comedies that True. it's in the same category when it's kind of True. a dramedy, if anything, True. right? Just because something funny happens on screen, it, whether it be inadvertently or on purpose, you know, or on purpose, it doesn't mean it's a comedy. You know, you know, you, you got to have like a consistency in a comedy. You know, so it's I don't, at least that's my general like feeling on it. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Or, uh, or a dramedy, not, or a dramedy, I guess would be the proper. Yeah, term. but there's no category. There's no yeah, comedy dramedy. Category. Yeah, see, dramedy yeah. would be the best example. That you can combine. You can be sad. You can have death. But it's also, you know, it can also be funny. And I'll, I'll give you a perfect example: the movie, the movie we saw this week. So it's yeah. like it's it, that's a dramedy. And of course, you're talking about the holdover starring Paul Giamatti, yeah. Uh, yeah. the a Golden Globe winner, I believe, uh, Paul Giamatti. I will say this. I saw one really good thing this week, and I saw one pretty bad thing this week. Oh, so, shoot. So, yeah, so I'm not going to say what it is. I know what it is. You love the bear, so it's <laughs> you love the bear. Well, I'm not saying it's necessarily a part of the show. I'm just saying in general all around. I, I, I've, I've watched several other things, too, that you had mentioned to, to watch, too. Oh, so, oh, oh. So, you, so you saw the first episode of True Detective. I, uh, I well, I saw about half of it before oh, I before I like before that? I said I'm not saying I didn't like it, but uh, I'm just saying I, I I'm just saying that I'll mention it when it comes around when it comes around to uh, talk about like what I did what I what I did not really care for this this week. You're getting cryptic. What the heck are you? So so the bear, a poignant episode, yes or no? No, the bear's good. No, the bear's yeah. good. The in Marcus fact, in fact, Highland I would say, Marcus. in fact, everything everything we did this week is 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 really good. And, and really? I guess like one really really good is well, we're gonna get to it. We're being, we're being cryptic. Did you like the holdovers? You, yes or no? Tell you Did you I, like the holdovers? I, yes or no? I love the holdovers. I, oh, I didn't. No. I didn't like it. No, I loved it. No, I love it. I love it. What? Love it. Favorite movie? You know why? Movie. You know why? I know why. Because that why? throwback feel to it. That's why you liked it's, it. It's, it's it was 1971. <laughs> it's Paul Giamatti. It's funny. It's it's 
I think wow. it's my new go-to Christmas movie. I love wow. this movie. And at the end, I was like almost tearing up at the end. Wow. Like I was like, like wow. That final Giamatti scene where he where he where he takes the fall. I'm like, I'm tearing up. Like I'm really? like, like oh, yeah, I love that. Love that movie. I don't think I liked it. <laughs> I love it. Love uh, it. We're we'll jump into that first then, I guess, because okay. uh, that that is that's the the big talk right now so it's winning a bunch of awards so oh yeah clearly... I, I saw the uh the the Ron tomatoes everybody loves it critics love it the people love it it's 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 like a christmas movie it's not like a like a mean-spirited foul like you know i mean everything now just seems like mean-spirited it's like a it's like a good movie you know wow. it has like a, i even think the message, the message is like, like I, i'm like dumbfounded that you like this movie. movie really thought how would you wow. how did you think that like a, because I didn't like it. I don't think I liked uh, it. That's, you know, well, <laughs> it's like so, so. Like, <laughs> oh, love the whole thing. I've, right, I've already recommended it to other people already. So really? It's like, yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah. The, the only thing I can think that you liked it is it, the tone, right? It's a throwback tone. When you see that rated R blue screen at the beginning and with the with the poppy. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. You're like, and I think it's that, even that filmed, you, I think it's even filmed like on a film or something like that. Because there's like there's some scenes that look, especially when they're driving in the car. It looks like old like footage, like so. I'm like, what? Like they're using a technique in this movie that's making it try. To, they're trying to make it look like the 70s. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I figured that put you in the right mood to like the film, just yeah. like the, with the poppy noise and the, and yeah. the old uh, and the. Old oh yeah, intros. yeah, yeah. And it's even got the music. It's got all like this, like the although 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 they do make a few mistakes with the music because it, the it takes. I think if I think it ends in 72, but the music that they play at the time wouldn't have been out at that time already. So it's like music that's supposed to come out. A year later, but they're already when, playing it already. I didn't realize that Holiday Road song, which I'm gonna put on real quick. I didn't know that was uh, the Fleetwood oh, Mac yeah. guy. Yeah. Did you know that? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. What's that came to my mind is like, oh, it's it's the it's the National Lampoon song. It's the uh, yeah, and, well, yes, you're right. It's the National Lampoon song, and it's the Lindsey Buckingham dude from Fleetwood Mac. Oh, really? That's, See, Fleetwood, I didn't know that. that's a Fleetwood Mac guy, right? Lindsey I Buckingham. Think I think you're right. I just thought um, it was a theme song for vacation. <laughs> it's a vacation song. I didn't even know they're saying Holiday Road. I thought they were just like, oh, holiday. <laughs> oh, 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 that's what I thought too. And then I imagine Chevy Chase's like, like angry faces, like picky <laughs> faces. Oh, yeah, I didn't know uh, that. I didn't. I know that. I just, I, I, you know the song. You immediately know the song, but it's like, oh, like wait a minute, that's a theme song from Vacation. Uh, all right, let's get into this holdovers. Uh, Paul Giamatti, um, it's winning a bunch of awards. It won like best comedy. It won. He won best actor for the Golden Globe, I believe. It's winning all sorts of stuff. Uh, it it has a feel. It has a throwback feel to it. So I think that oh, yeah. kind of puts you in the mood for like a nostalgic, um, film. Uh, here's the one thing. I, here's the here's the first problem. Here's the problem. The biggest problem I have that we talk about in in when we read or watch stuff. I don't know if either one of these two characters are likable. They're kind of both a holes. They're the, both a holes. Uh, well, see, you gotta remember. This is the thing about coming of age <laughs> movies, too, though. Oh, it is a coming of age movie. That's why yeah, you it's like a coming it. of age movie. Absolutely. <laughs> Seventeen years old, high school. He's kind of like a pro. He's a problem mm-hmm. child. Can't stand the fact of what happened to his. You know, we don't know what. The, the situation with the family, but yeah. you think that the, the mom is like a real bee and she's, go, she's going, she left the father and she's going with the stepdad. So we're, 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 we're getting this information from his perspective. It's right until we learn out later what's really going on. 
yeah. And then the hunt, I don't think the hunt, the hunt and character reminds me like a modern day, like Scrooge character. He's like, like, Oh, like bah humbug. Like you're going to do things my way, mister. Or else I'm going to like, and then like, he has like a character change. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a redemption arc for him. You know, so, is it, really? so I, it really is. I, I believe because you see at a certain point, he starts becoming more lenient and more lenient. And then ultimately at the end, he takes the fall and it's like, yeah, you know, maybe I got, maybe it's time for me to move along. I think he, but here's the thing. The thing is, they're basically the same character. They're basically the same person. So it's almost like so. he's he, he's helping. Oh out. yeah, yeah. You're he's right. Tony is kind of an a hole too. He, he is. He is. You know, they're the both. Kids. They're both jerks. They're both Although, jerks. I will say this though, it does seem like because you know the way teenagers are. They're you know like we act like like a holes as teenagers, oh, yeah. and you're rarely ever gonna find like a level headed kid. Like when the, that's why when that one Smith kid character comes, like the the. The uh, what is it? What is he? Do? He's like the football player guy, the good-looking kid. Oh yeah, and he's kind of like level-headed, like stoner kid coming in. And whereas the other kid, the the Koontz kid, he's like a Koontz, He's like a like an a-hole, like he's yeah. like a kind of like a racist kid. He's like a all around like a like a like a like a pissant. So like the Tully character, even though he's older, he's still like, oh, I gotta put up with this. I'm, I need to get out of here. All right, let's go through this. Um... I don't even know what the the Angus character, with who the actor is. I think it's probably a first time, first time. I think time you're right. I think maybe. I think I think he's the introducing. Yeah, I believe he. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, he's like an introducing. I can't. I don't know his name, but it's like. In, so I assume that's Tully because I had never seen him before. Uh, let's see. We see uh, Paul. Paul, what's you see? You're using the last names. What's Paul? What's Paul? Because his first name is Paul. The kid, the character, Paul Giamatti's playing Paul. What's the last name? Which is funny because I thought they made a mistake. I thought I literally had like three different names for him. His last name is Hunham. So I'm so yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, wait, what is what? I can't rem- I don't know what his name is. And then you say Paul, Paul, and I'm like, is, is the is the thing making a mistake and calling him like Paul, like Giamatti, like in the movie? No, it's Paul's namesake. Oh, so Paul, make, make, it e- make it easier, <laughs> make it easier for <laughs> yeah, Paul. Well, so I re- I read somewhere that the director wrote this for Paul Giamatti. He's like, hey, I'm oh, writing this really? for you. Yeah, really? you got to be in it. Yeah, uh, he's writing papers, and so the so. I guess there, there's this concept of the holdovers for the, he's at a oh, teacher yeah. at a school and there's concept yeah. of the holdovers where kids who can't go home for whatever reason have to stay in the dormitory. It's like a, it's like yeah. a prep, it's like a prep school. It's a private boys school. Is Boarding it a prep school, school, right? Boarding school. Yeah. yeah. And right off the bat, man, that's gotta be really <laughs> and set 1970s being separated from females you know, with a bunch of guys. I'm assuming that. Oh the yeah. Heterosexual. That's gotta be like a like a like a weird thing being separated from the family like that and and then oh like oh we're going back to the family and then there's kids who don't go back to the family that's like yeah that's it's like I don't care like oh you see you there like that's that's got that's because it's, it's winter break so there's no school and it's Christmas time yeah or, it's or like the hol- time the you're supposed time. to be with like Christmas New Year's you're supposed to be with the family nah, nope nah nope, stay there stay behind <laughs> <laughs> jeez man. So Paul, Paul, so there's another character, another teacher who's supposed to stay for the holdovers. Oh but yeah, he makes yeah. up a story about his mom having cancer, and he has to go take care of her. And so Paul, uh, Paul is stuck with the task of I think it's like five kids that that are staying uh, over the break. Yeah, initially it's four, and they, they then Tully. We then we get the Tully uh, reveal that he has to stay. Uh, oh, the actress is another one that the uh, the cook Mary Lamb, Mary Lamb. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. She's yeah. another one that's winning awards. Yeah, she's winning, yeah. She yeah. Won as the mother, like a, as, as as the tormented mother, like uh, who loses yeah. not only her son but the husband, all before the age of twenty five. So it's like, yeah. yeah. So it's you know, it's yeah. She's got to win. It's like a, you, you can't you know. It's like <laughs> sentimental. 
Well, especially when she has the one, the there's a, you know there's those scenes that are going to define like your your award season when she, when she's drunk at the party like that's oh, her yeah. that's her oh, Oscar yeah, yeah. moment yeah exactly exactly <laughs> for your consideration <laughs> for your consideration <laughs> uh, I'm getting those ads I'm getting those adverts now on my Instagram like it oh, literally for, for your, your for your yeah yeah are you even like, a member of you have to be like a no it's after. just it, they just advertise they're just adverts really? yeah I thought you're not supposed to see that they have to be like a member to to see no those. it's getting popping up all over my Instagram like Maestro like Bradley Cooper for your consideration but, like, <laughs> but the people don't define that so like what's the point like, I don't know just because you can just get mad when it? it doesn't win like when it doesn't win you can get mad. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So they call him, they call Paul Jim, Paul, uh, walleye because he has one wonky eye. <laughs> I could say you know what's so weird eye. is at first I didn't get that. Like, I didn't understand what uh, they were talking about until like, it's a little bit because they don't really get a f- clear picture of uh Giamatti initially. Yeah. Then, then you start to look at him better. Oh, he's got a glass eye. So it's like, you know, Oh, I get it now. And so uh, I, I was trying to, I read an article like they didn't know it's a, see I don't know how the they didn't know how the CGI was was it CGI is it just like a contact lens oh, like it's how gotta is be it? like a, it's gotta be like a like a prosthetic thing right like a like a like a fake thing you put in your eye I mean I, I mean you've seen the way the color contacts are it's gotta be like yeah so it's just like a contact lens that goes it's on. gotta be yeah it has to be uh, well at one point Angus talks to him like which eye do I look at oh <laughs> yeah 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 but it's funny because one of them's like looking off to the to the right so I'm going oh it's that eye but he says it's the other eye and I'm like oh oh okay <laughs> I thought it was just the way Paul Giamatti looked to be honest no very, no I thought so subtle. too then when you look at but then when you look at him you see that I mean not only does he have that but he has like that the the odor the skin odor oh, thing yeah, too. so yeah, yeah. the guy's really like you know it's like man this guy's you know it's like it's, I mean, I mean, I guess he's he's living his best life because he likes teaching at Barton, the name of the school's Barton. Yeah. But it's still like, man, it's like you know, he's got like a lot of things going against him. Yeah. Well, the other thing is he's kind of a pretentious. Gotta, he is. He's kind now, of a pretentious dude, uh, the a hole. I think that's because, I think that's a product of 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 every all that's the cards that have been dealt him because we do later we do learn later on when he meets a a Harvard oh, yeah. uh, colleague on yeah. what really happened, like what really happened in. You realize that he kind of is like Tully, where he gets into a fight, like with the yes, guy. Yes, like, He runs him over. <laughs> a- absolutely, I think that's why they connect. I think at some point they're both yeah, kind of rejects. Yeah. Maybe he sees him as himself, like, oh, you're like a better looking yeah. version of me when that, like, you put you know, <laughs> a taller, so, better, like, a taller, better looking. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep you on track. Yeah, because they're both they're both smart. They're both really smart, but they're both kind of a holes. I, I, I don't, I don't know if there's, I don't know if either one are more likable to be honest with you. Yeah. But then also, like I said, they, they, I I want to say that the Hunham character, the Paul Jim character, has gotten over his, uh, you know, his emotional things. But we never know that. We never really get to experience. Like we know they drinks a lot. That's a thing. Yeah, him a and lot. him and and Mary the, the cook. Yeah, they drink a lot. So that's one way of dealing with it. Also, the other thing is we get a reveal that they're both taking the same Tully and him <laughs> are both taking the same antidepressant. Yeah. So, so you know that. No, he's been going through this all his life, and now it's yeah. like, hey, I got a chance to set this kid right, you know. And that's the thing. The thing is, I think he connects with him, and I think he saves him at the end because it's really saving him a younger version oh, yeah. of himself. If he doesn't do this motion, he he goes off yeah. to the military academy, and he probably is probably going to die in Vietnam, you know. So, Vietnam is when does this take place? Is this supposed to Vietnam? No, no, because remember, uh, Vietnam was oh, Vietnam's oh. still going on. Remember, and the, the son kid dies died. In that's, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah, the son, yeah, Mary's son dies in Vietnam. You ready for another pour? Yes, I am. What do we got? We got a bunch of good stuff. Uh, I'm going to reach in and grab a can. We got a bunch of good stuff uh, this week. 
As, al- as always, how, how dare you insinuate that we do? <laughs> I'm going straight for the hard stuff. I'm going for the hard stuff. Oh, the I'm going for the theory? three times three. The, the oh. uh, eight, uh, I believe this is the green cheek version. Yeah, Replicant got the uh, another version of this. Because I think they got the equilibrium version. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. You want to read the specs on this? Yes, I can. So this is three times three, which we actually had before. We had the... Uh, Omnipolo version. This is the green cheek version. It's a, du- it's a double dry hopped hazy triple I- IPA with Citra, Motika, and Rowaka. It's brewed with buds. Oh, buds, as in like a Omnipolo, <laughs> Fidens, Wellworks, Root and Branch, Equilibrium, and Vitamin C. That's everybody. I mean, that's the that's pretty. Yeah. The only thing you're missing there is like other half and monkey yeah. scrub, but, but that's it's, a it's, who's who. Yeah, it's definitely different because the uh, the one we had with Omnipolo had Monkish, had like uh, like I think Trillium, Monkish, and other some other uh, breweries. Where do we get that from? Other half? No, I got that for I got that. I picked that up. I'm the one I picked that up from uh, halftime. Are you sure about that? Yeah, we had it. We had it like maybe Making like about a month up. ago. Making no, we had, we had it like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't get I didn't get a I didn't get an allocation of that. I don't think. No, you got me big. <laughs> I got two kids. I think you kept both of them. Like you just hoarded those ones. I think no, we had we had it on the show. Uh, oh, that is very. Uh, I, I I I popped it because now I have to pop the cans away from me so I can get like yes. leverage on the top. And yes. from approximately twelve inches away, I can smell it. It's just like, did you tell us an ABV in this? It's a triple. It's got to be at least 10%, ten percent. Ten. Must say ten point one. Um, right on the nose. Ten point one. Boom. Oh, okay. Yeah. We all know that it's gotta be at least 10. That's like the, that's like the standard for triple now. That's funny. Speaking of, uh, of, uh, triples and, and high ABV, I think, uh, Shibley's brewing a quad, if I'm not Ooh. mistaken, as part of that, that, uh, replicant, uh, series. And I think okay. I saw so I'm, I'm like, Hey, everyone's in a quad. You guys should do like a quint. Who's going to be the first <laughs> one to do the, the uh, five times the quint, uh, uh, IPA. Well, I mean, I mean, again, the dogfish heads, uh, that's got to be a quint, right? That's got, that's like 17 to 20%. You would have to be higher than that. Even though they don't call themselves a, uh, they just call themselves an IPA. All right, here we go. Cheers. What is it? Oh, boy. Juicy. It, yeah. It tastes what? like, like a Skittles, maybe? I mean, like, a, what's the candy that it tastes like? Hmm. It's tasting uh, like a candy. You're not getting that? No, but I will say this. It's more piney. Like the hop is a more piney hop as a, as as opposed to as a, as opposed to a more subtle uh uh hop that you get like in a in a haze. It's like a starburst. It's tasting like to me. I'm trying to think of like what like maybe like an orange starburst. Kind of weird the way the hops and the yeast to do that stuff to you. I mean that's the whole thing. Like when you hear like about the fruits and stuff. Oh, it tastes like a like like papaya and this and this. Yeah, you're not getting like a like a strawberry um, or orange starburst. No, it's 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 weird because I'm getting more of a piney hop in it, and I assume huh. that now. Oh gosh, man, this goes to that whole thing about the hops. Like, what hop is causing that, or maybe the combination? Is it the rowaka? I'm gonna say my palate's more refined than yours, probably. Oh, I wouldn't. It probably is. Well, but then again, you had COVID, so. <laughs> like, I don't know about that. Like, <laughs> that that's nitpicking. 
Uh, let's see. Walleye. So he's got to take uh, Endicott's place because Endicott's mom is sick. Um, the the uh, headmaster has, or principal, I guess, has that that Rami Martin Louis the Thirteenth bottle on his desk, which oh yeah, uh, which plays out later on toward uh, at the end of the uh, movie. That guy's a funny uh, guy because you don't really know too much about the headmaster. Uh, what's his name? Hardy. We don't really know too much about him until after when they talk, like when he's like, oh yeah, that's my student. Like uh, it's like, which is kind of messed up. Like I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a. He's not even a professor because it's a high school. So it's just like I'm a, I'm a teacher here, and the headmaster is my student now. Well, he's not even. Our, I mean, our, he's sorry, a teacher, he's a, but he's not technically a teacher, right? I mean, because he doesn't have. He, he just hired him because he felt bad for him, kind of. Well, yeah, he, yeah. Well, initially because of the whole the Harvard blow up, he just hired. We don't know this though. We just assume. That he's this gosh. What would you call a a a prep school teacher? Is this still a teacher? Is that the well? Really since, sure. since they're private school, technically, back in the day, private school teachers didn't need to be credentialed. You could hire anyone really? as a teacher. Oh, and so here's a so good example of it because Paul oh, okay. doesn't have a credential, but it's a private oh. school, so it doesn't matter. He's up, but it, and he's not even a Harvard graduate because we find out <laughs> that he leave, he leave, he drops out of Harvard or kicked so. out. Now does he get expelled? I, yeah, he gets he gets he doesn't get kicked out. Wait, he gets kicked out. Wait, what's the reason? Oh, it's he a, about plagiarism. Well, remember he gets he yeah. gets accused of plagiarism. He says no, it was a it was a senator's son or something that yeah. uh, that that cheated off of me. And then, but he because of people he knew, I got kicked out, and then I ran over him. <laughs> uh, so he's re- he's returning finals to the kid. To the kids, we see him grading papers. This is earlier. funny because they're all like F's, they're all F's, D minus. It's like it's crazy, and I've I've, had, I've I'm sure you've had teachers like that too that do that. That just like they're I don't know is it is it because they're so hard? Or is it like that they're just gonna do this? But they only good grades a B plus, and it's by uh, Tully. So Tully yeah. has potential. So this this plays out later that we see that he does have potential. He's also been there an extra year too, though. We we do learn that he's he's been held back or something like that. There's a couple of things going on with this scene here. One, I think, I think Paul is uh is a sadist. I think he's the way he's talking to them. He's talking down to them. Oh, absolutely, so, yeah. So one, he's a pretentious sadist, and then the other part of it is these are all like rich kids that don't even want to. Tr- either they're oh, not true. bright enough, or they don't want to try, or they're not motivated to try. And so that's why their grades are all like D's and D's and Are Are do you think they're just not really like uh, you know? Are they not really putting him? Because why does Tolly get a B plus? He doesn't know. In fact, smart. in fact, Tolly ruins it. At, at ultimately, he ruins it by opening his mouth a little bit later. But he still gets a B plus. So he does see that you know some you know people. If you apply yourself, you can do something. I think everybody's just being like like just they're just taking it so like easy. Like oh god, like I don't care about this. And I'm wealthy, like you said. My and, and we learn about the wealth through the Smith character with his father with the helicopter, and that's crazy right off the bat. <laughs> uh, so he's so he's giving them their grades back. They're all miserable grades except for um, Angus. I'm gonna call him, you call him Tolly. I'm calling Angus. I all my notes say Angus. Yeah, I got yeah yeah. I didn't even use Angus. It's just Tolly. Um, and he so everyone's saying like oh the one kid the one uh, the one the one uh, what's his name Coach Coach yeah the the Coons kid is like hey Coons I can't you. fail. And so, so Paul wants to give them a makeup exam, uh, and then I think, uh, and I think uh, Angus ruins it for everybody. Yeah, so yeah, totally know. ruins it and says, like, "Okay, we won't do the we won't do the makeup exam then." <laughs> the original grade stand. We see them in the chapel. Um, we see they have a picture, like a little memoriam of uh, of Mary's kid. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Angus is having that conversation with his mom, and like he's he's really upset that the mom won't pick him up to for winter break. 
That's I guess you I mean, it's, I mean, it's really, it's, it's like, it's, it's almost like unfathomable. Like, but then again, if somebody's put you in like in a private school, you know, like maybe, maybe it's, maybe that's what they have planned anyway. So yeah. Know. If you're putting, if they're saying, if you're sending your kid away from room and board, it's to for, forget about it. Right. It's yeah. Like, hey, yeah. I'm not dealing with you. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Like, Oh, it's a, it's a good school. They got good teachers. And it's like, I went there. It's like, but really, it's just like I want to get rid of you, like, because you know, a, I, I could just put you into into a school right here, and like, you know, I don't want to deal with you. Go, like, go. It's out of sight, out of mind mentality. Exactly, exactly. Especially, especially since, with the Tully character, because he's been in trouble several times yeah. before kicked out of schools. Exactly. No one wants to deal. No one wants to deal with that. True. True. <laughs> true. Uh, so, but so here, the thing that's even more, mess, the thing is messed up is that she didn't, she could have told him like a week ago, like, hey, I'm not going to be able to pick you up. Like he's waiting for her. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, uh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, sorry, son. I'm not going to be able to pick you up. I'm the, uh, my new husband and I are going on a honeymoon. I was like, wait, he's like, that was in July. Like, that was in June. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's now it's December. And he's like, that was in June. Like, what do you mean? Like. And meanwhile, the poor kid has been waiting for an hour. So it's not the, it's not a phone call a month ahead of time, like saying, "Hey, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah." Oh, you tell me, home. like, wait a minute, you're going on honeymoon now, like <laughs> of all time, and and you and then when I go and later on we find out when he goes sees his father, like you, you didn't complain about that, like you should just pick me up then, like you should <laughs> you should have picked. This is all your fault, mom. Uh, let's see, Paul and Mary are drinking, and they drink throughout the whole movie. He's drinking oh, the whole absolutely, time. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. There is a little uh, redemption for Mary at the end, though, too, with the drinking thing, and if I, and and maybe even for the uh, for the uh, the the uh, the Hunham character at the very end, that last swig he tastes and he he takes and he spits it out. So like, it's like a redem. I feel like it's a redemption, like art. Like, eh, you know what? Maybe I just don't need this booze. I'm out. You know. No, nah, that's not what I think he's doing. <laughs> what is he doing? He's about, what, to, drink, he's he's about to drink and drive and crash that. <laughs> I don't. He spit. He well, that you could say that. I actually thought he was going to park on a on a train track and then just drink and then, <laughs> and that would have been man, that would have been darker than dark. But no, he, he he looks to the left, he takes a drink and then he spits it out and then he makes the left turn. So it's like it's it's like a weird scene. Like yeah, you know what? Maybe maybe I don't need this. Yeah, it's a jumping to the end. It's an interesting. It's a last, a last scene. Yeah, so it's interesting. Yeah. Like, what does it really mean? Yeah, I don't. I think it is. I don't think it means that he's not giving up drinking. I think that maybe right now, like, yeah, I don't need to drink. I don't need to drink right now. No, I think it's. A, I think it's. He's he he's spitting on what it rep, what it represents. Right. That's a that was supposedly like a highly expensive bottle, like a highly elite bottle oh, that the headmaster got from oh, the board. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's like this tastes like oh, s. Oh yeah, like that's that's the way I take it. It. That's the way I took oh, it. Oh, that that actually that actually does make sense. You're He's right. That'd be out like the system, right? That'd be like getting Dom Perignon and like spitting it out. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I get you. I get what you. Like, I get what you're saying. So he's, I mean, and if you think about the, that metaphor kind of plays out, he's rejecting yeah. that whole system and that whole pretentiousness yeah. and that whole arrogance. Of yeah. That, I don't need to like savor this and like swirl it around my mouth. Like, oh, my God. oh and it's kind of interesting though, because I was thinking like he's, he, He's not a wealthy guy, but he's gonna travel and do his. What's the? It's not a novel. What is it called? What, what is it called? Well, I'm write, I'm I forgot what a, it is initially. Because uh, then, the, what Tilly makes up a whole other thing after about the camera yeah. obscura thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I'm imagine he's probably saving all his money because he gets room and board there. Oh, so man. he probably saved up all his salary for twenty years. Probably has a lot of nice chunk of oh, change. Yeah, true, true. Because he ain't doing. He's not doing anything. He doesn't go nope. anywhere. He's not. He's not dating. He's. He does, there's nope. no. You know. There's no. Uh, a female. Nope. Uh, you know, uh, to you know, so he's got money. Yeah. Gosh, man, this but this movie has like one of those weird things too, like that re that book reveal that he gives to everybody, <laughs> which is 
<laughs> and I you was know, like, you no. know you're laughing. You know yeah, you're I laughing. Was like, oh no, come on, man. <laughs> Come you on. know you're laughing. You know you're laughing out like, loud. Oh, like it's it's true. Like it's true. That was funny. I love that. Uh, he has I a big old it. box full of them too. He gets it to Tolly and he gets it to Mary too. <laughs> then he has a box at the end. You see the big old box of them. It's funny because maybe I see myself as like the Hunnam character. I'm like maybe I see my like I have like a because I recommend uh, 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 Marcus Aurelius's uh, meditations to everybody. So it's like I think I see myself like I can oh see my gosh, like, you are not you are not uh, Paul. I got news for you. That Paul guy's <laughs> that guy's obnoxious and pretentious. Yeah, like, I don't know. Hey, I, I can be I, I can be obnoxious. Maybe not pretentious, but obnoxious. Absolutely. That's funny. You're right though. <laughs> this is also a movie that okay. So okay, Barbie's Barbie's a comedy, right? Barbie's a full out comedy. Yes, I think I, I think I chuckled once in that movie. This movie's not a comedy; or it's a dramedy, and I was chuckling constantly through the movie. Like I was constantly, yeah. Going, oh. But but I mean that meditations one; it's only a joke because we just read it for the show. Well, like, well yeah, but it's funny. Yeah, but it's like yeah, you're well, you're right, you're right. Then then when he has like a whole box, and I was like, oh come on. But there's there's a lot of little funny scenes like that that you're not really supposed to like. They're funny, but they're sub, like subtle funny. Like that one scene where he takes Tully to the museum and he's talking about the art and he's like, oh God, it's like so boring. And he hit, and he shows that one Rome, like the Roman art where like having sex, like everything's about sex. Like, in the, <laughs> like... Uh, let's see. Angus gets into a fight with Kuntz. Um, yeah. Which is weird because Kuntz is like half his size. Like, like why would you well, fight him? And he's older. Yeah, but uh, that's the whole thing with you know the bully with the bully. Oh, true, true, true. You're you're small, yeah, true. That is you true. To, you have to be an alpha. Some sometimes you think you have to be the alpha to like overcompensate for that. That is true. Uh, let's see, drinking with Mary, Paul is. Um, they also introduce the other kids. Oddly enough, like the kids, it's weird because you initially I think that those kids, the the four or five of them now, mm-hmm. are all going to be a group. It's going to be like the Breakfast Club. Yes, yeah, so and, and then that. it doesn't. It then it changes, and it's like yeah, it's like so. I'm like, oh, you got the you got the Korean American kid. I think he's Korean American. You got the Korean kid. You got the other kid. They're, they're two younger kids and two uh, older kids. And, the and then jock. you got Tully. You got the yeah. jock. You got Smith, the uh, the long haired yeah. jock, the football player. You know, so yeah, it's like it's like oh okay, it's like the Breakfast Club, but then it just changes from there. Then they all leave except for yeah, they all, uh, yeah, then they, yeah like Smith's all like oh my father's like got a got a got a, a helicopter and he comes in and at first I'm thinking wait a minute is he just say, like, saying this yeah Even he seems like a level and he is the football he is their the quarterback yeah you know we're thinking is he like maybe he's making this up he might be like overhyping himself he probably lives like you know he's not a modest you know middle middle class. But then, like when the helicopter comes, I'm like, "Oh no!" Like, "Oh no!" Uh, let's see. Mary's talking about Curtis, her boy. How? Uh, and then it's like he hated you. Like, yeah, Oh yeah, he was a good kid. Like he hated you. <laughs> uh, and then he couldn't afford college, so that's why he enlisted. Unfortunately, and then we know we he learned went to that GI he dies. Bill, which, which I mean, which a lot of people did. If I'm not mistaken, even our uh, uncle uh, Peter was uh, got the you know went to Vietnam for the GI Bill. Um, so the whole thing with the with the holdovers is they're supposed to have it maintain a, a, a still a schedule. So it's not like they're on vacation; they can just sleep in or whatever. They're still like yeah, a that's the other involved. that's the other bad thing. <laughs> now, if you're just boarding them for the winter, and you know, and I mean, I, I, sh- I mean, I, I know you got to make rules, but it's like literally you're 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 doing summer school now. You're doing winter school. It's it's so it's like a punishment. It's basically you're yeah. being punished now. Yeah. 
we see we see Aang here. So we do, you know, again, I think ultimately I think the Angus kid's kind of an unlikable kid. But oh, then you yeah, see him scene. with the kid with the with the Asian kid in bed. Yeah, the Korean kid. Yeah, the uh, I believe his name is Park, his last name. Yeah, this is a good scene, too, because all these kids would, would, would you know the way kids are. Predator, teenage, especially teenage predators. Boys, they, they would be goofing on him. They would have just ruined him. You know, it would be, it would be a bad thing. But Tully actually consoles him. Yeah, and he says, "Hey, try to find a, a dry spot on the bed, and then we'll just change it. We'll take care of it in the morning." So yeah, he yeah, does. Yeah. He does counsel him pretty good. Yeah, yeah, because that because that could have been like you know that could have been like oh like what like what are you a little bed wetter like you want mommy because he's because he's even he's crying he's crying yeah. and he wet the bed so it's like it's two things but he's like no like you know I I understand like I understand yeah had it been Coons it would have been over oh absolutely it would have oh he would have been running he would have he would have grabbed the sheets and just like ran around like showing it to everybody. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, the chopper lands, and then they pretty much all take off. Uh, so, so Paul has to call the parents up to get permission oh, yeah. for them to go yeah. on the helicopter yeah. to ski. Yeah, uh, but, like to a resort. They... Like, I'm, I'm imagining Aspen or something. <laughs> like, imagine some like. And you, well, it's funny because one of the one of the final jokes that that confirms that they've been skiing is uh, Koontz has like his face is all red, except yeah. for like the eyes were like the goggles on. Uh, so then, so Angus, so Paul can't get a hold of Angus's darn mom because she's on yeah. her honeymoon, and so yeah. he's like, "Try her again." Like, I gotta, I can't like, I gotta get out here. of here, man. This, this isn't fair. Like, it's like, well, I would be a pissed off kid yeah. too. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'd be pissed off too. Come Gosh, on, man. They're, so they're all gonna go skiing except for Angus. Yeah, everybody's gone. They're in this the luxury. They're going to luxury. They're going to some. <laughs> Cushy, uh, uh, what do you, what's, what's, what is it called? Ski resort. Yeah. You know, the father probably owns too, you know, with the ski bunnies. <laughs> what Absolutely. Is that what that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, and the weird or thing snow about bunnies. it is, what is that called with the snow, snow bunnies? bunnies. It called? I think it's ski bunnies actually. But, but the weird thing about it, see, and this also sets up like, gosh, there's, there's a weird little thing at the end. I don't know if you noticed this with the, the, the Smith character, the, with the one that's taking him to this trip. He's uh -huh. like a really nice guy. But did, did you notice the final scene with him? There's a scene of him, with him at the end. And I don't, it's, unless you pay attention, you don't notice this, but you see a kid taking a shower at the end with his haircut. That's uh -huh. Smith. That's Smith like that's, and he's, I guess he gave in to the father and he shaved, uh. he cuts his hair down. And he, he's a good looking dude. Like it's like, <laughs> oh, maybe he's like, not have any trouble like at school. Uh, so now it's just uh, Paul, Mary, and Angus. Those are the yeah. only three that are left. Oh, and the, and the custodian. Does it? But the, he's oh yeah, really, the custodian he's there, but he's not really there. Kind yeah, of the janitor, does it, yeah, he shows up a little later because because I initially have it like the gang, and then all of a sudden he comes in. Oh, like they got like they got they got a plus one now. Yeah, but well, he's not really interacting with them too much, even though I think he has a thing for Mary, I think. He does have a thing. Absolutely has a, th a thing for her. But I think he probably only comes in once a week, though, probably. He probably only comes in uh, like, he doesn't I have see. to be there every day. I not, see. School's no longer in you know, session. You know, I see. She does have to be there. She's making food for them now every day. Uh, let's see. Oh, he talks about the monograph. That's what it's called. It's like it's a mon it's, not a, it's not a novel. It's a monograph. It's a shorter oh, yeah, version. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's which, drinking which is a funny because I believe this kind of goes towards uh, what the Marcus Aurelius did. Isn't that kind of what he did? Like, <laughs> it's not a full story. It's just like a little. Uh, let's see. So Angus steals the keys and kind of just does, kind of explores the uh, the the school. He's him eating ice cream. What's that? He's taking advantage of the facility. You know, he's oh, like, yeah. oh, okay, oh, what, what's, what's behind this door? Let's go in there. We see him using the phone. And he's trying to make. I'm, I'm assuming he's trying to get to Boston because that's like a, a yeah. A, a yeah, goal he's trying for to him. contact the father to to get a hold of the father. Yeah. 
Uh, and then so he's not supposed to use a phone. So I guess he runs, starts running away from Paul. And it's like a oh, kind of high This is arguably one of the funniest things in the movie, though, man. <laughs> there, there's actually two parts to scene that are funny. When he goes into the gym and the gym is off limits, like nobody, nobody oh. goes into the gym. The Rubicon. Like, yeah, like, like this is your Rubicon. The... <laughs> do not cross the Rubicon. <laughs> so no, then... That was a cool. The other inside joke about uh, the Huntham character is he's like a big like Roman Greek, those ancient <laughs> war cultures that like that built society. Yeah. He's really uh, infatuated with them. So he so so he everything he mentions is pretty much like 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 in regards to them. Yeah, like in society, but yeah, but that seems funny because like the Telly character is like, ah, like I'm crossing over, like look at me, <laughs> and then he does like that that gym like uh like pommel horse thing or something. Yeah, yeah. And then, he just, then you hear him scream. <laughs> And I guess we, I guess he throws up too, which we don't. He throws see at the up, time. yeah. Because like, <laughs> I don't think he, I didn't realize that at the time he threw up. It's only you when the custodian later, says like somebody, somebody threw up in the, in the gym. <laughs> and it kind of makes sense if you if you break something. Yeah, you, you know, if it's compounds, it's your bone. You know, vomit and pass out. So he's dislocated his shoulder and now yeah, has right, to he go to the hospital. He doesn't even break it. He just looks weak. It's funny because he's in pain, and uh, we see Paul outside trying to clear off the ice out of the windshield. Oh, well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, Angus is, like, in pain, like, writhing in pain, like, hurry up, yeah. give me the hospital. <laughs> uh, so they get to the hospital, and I guess, obviously, Paul doesn't want to get in trouble yeah. of what's yeah. happened. So Angus uh, concocts a story that that's his dad, and they want to pay cash for the uh, for the yeah. medical, for the hospital visit. It's almost like there, there is that's a, that's like I think that's not the first scene though. Where you do see Hunham. Uh, he's like he's gonna concede to this scene because it's now he's busted now. I'm busted. Like I let he went to the gym. I'm, it's over. I got I got to pay the insurance. And then Tully steps in and, and changes the narrative to like, hey, well, can we, can we can we pay cash? Which I never heard of. Like I'm like, wait a minute, is this Canada? Like wait, like where <laughs> where are they at? I mean, it's 19, I guess 1970. Like that's gotta be expensive. Like what? Yeah, 1970 now would be thousands of dollars. Probably not in 1970. True, true. Uh, here's the other thing. What state are they in? See, I, I was thinking it was Pennsylvania because they go to Boston. I'm thinking they're probably in Pennsylvania. Or Massachusetts. They could be in the in-state. Oh, okay. Because I'm thinking Pennsylvania because the name Barton. Like Barton's like a popular name in, past, in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, so they wind up popping it back in, uh, the nurse and the doctor. <laughs> That's really funny thing, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But honey, I was like, oh, jeez. Like, oh, jeez. <laughs> uh... And of course, right away, Tully's like, "Hey, now you owe me because I just, I just saved your behind." Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah, you, you watch my back, I watch your back. It's one of those deals. Oh, we should add some Miller High Life for this episode for this. Oh uh, yeah, review. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah, that's like the it's 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 the it was it's the banquet like uh, no, the champagne the champagne, champagne. beers. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> he sees the wait the waitress there that he sees actually works crane. at the school. Yeah, this this is another reason why I like this movie. Not everything is is happening the way you want it to happen because you because to to back up a little bit, Miss Crane's actually introduced early on in the movie. Yes, where she brings some cookies for mm -hmm. no reason. He's got like this little like like hovel like in the school where nobody goes to meet him because nobody likes him. You know, everybody yeah. hates him, and she brings him cookies. And you're in your in my mind, uh, I'm like, oh, she's attracted to him. You know, the she, love interest. You know, Oh yeah, and then when you ah. it's like, oh, this is gonna be, oh, I see what's going on here, and then it's like, when they have the Christmas party, it gets like <laughs> shot down. It's it's so it's to me that's like that's that's good, that's good. 
You don't want the happy ending with their love yeah, interest. I don't want right? the happy ending because it's 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 she's a good looking woman, you yeah. know. And, and surely, surely other guys are into her, but he's thinking, oh wait a minute, she's she's showing interest. She's just like she wants to just she's a charismatic and friendly person. That's the ego of man, though, right? If a woman's going to be friendly to me, she must want me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, oh, well, come on. I mean, is that is that the, that? Come on, that's that's a, that's not, that's. A, I would say that's more true mm-hmm. than not true, though. If somebody's mm-hmm. showing interest in you, that means that you know she's I mean, just a know, nice. But we... ultimately, we find out she's just a nice woman. Unless you're just charismatic all around and you just like everybody, you know. Uh, there's that weird scene with the pinball machine. With, oh. uh, <laughs> you thought, I'm sure you thought it was funny. It's kind of a weird scene. <laughs> But it's realistic too. Like, like, like I'm putting my dime I'm down. Next. I'm like, next. Yeah, I'm next. That's <laughs> real. Like, as as a kid growing up, like in the, you know, in, you know, in the in the late seventies and playing asteroids and putting that quarter down on the on the on at the time, like the the pinball machine was pretty much being uh, xed out for the uh, the video the arcade game the video machine. Yeah. Put your quarter down on the asteroids game. That's like your next. So it, so it's like wait a minute. It's even so it goes back even to the pinball the pinball days. That's cool. So and so here's a, and I'm just thinking of something. We would get we play those games. And there'd be a line of quarters up. How did you oh, keep track of whose quarter was whose? Uh, yeah, like it was probably the person <laughs> that was there. Like these are all my quarters. No, so you know, I play, think it was like turn taking. Like I got next, and then this guy has next. But how would you keep track of who quarter? Who's yeah, quarter's but I, th- I think when you saw a long line of quarters, it was just like that dude's. Like, oh yeah, those are all my quarters. And once I'm done, then you could play. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> You're monopolizing the. Uh, the That's why the, the arcade. arcade was great. That's why the arcade flourished back in the day because you didn't have to worry about that putting your quarter down. It was like there's so many machines in here now. We can we can just play any game we want, and there's a multi multitudes of different games. Unlike when you had one, like at Lucky Boys, where they all they had was asteroids. You had yeah. to go past that one dude who would always turn the machine over and would never lose. We'd be there for five hours, so it was like, oh, geez, I'm I'm out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when at Lucky Boys, I'd be waiting for the, uh, I think they had a Galaxian machine too at one point. Yeah, Galaxian was their, I believe that was their second machine. Asteroids was their first because I I was there when they actually put that in. So So I I was waiting for Galaxian, but I was waiting, I was probably eating fries and probably waiting for the bus. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so you have the quarter there thinking you're going to play, but then you see the bus, like the RTD bus, like, oh, shoot, I got to go get the bus. I got to go get I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, you could. Yeah, that, yeah, because yeah, we would usually go, like, because we go early, Take we, you know, we get there early. Then, we, you know, you, you knew you could play a little bit. But after school, unless you, unless we were going to walk, unless I knew I was walking, I didn't even wait for the bus. So if I knew I was walking, I could stay there as long as I wanted, get the get the uh, the fries, play the games, and then just we do the walk. Um, What do you got next for a pour? Another poor. Yeah, reach down. Gin, 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 gin. Holiday Road. That's what he's saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling out the Adroid Theory uh, stat. Oh, fancy. This is a non adjuncted stat, if I'm not mistaken. Is correct. Unlike the uh, coffee maple that we had last week. All right. What is this? you gonna read the specs on this thing here? I will read the specs. So this is part of their D and D, faux D and D. It's a, an homage. The Adroid mm-hmm. Theory Adventures in Thirst official compendium of fantasy flavor, second edition, not to be confused with the first art thirds. This is the abyssal. Ab- gosh, is it abyssal? Abyssal? The abyss soul. Depth thread. Russian imperial stout. That's the name of the creature, by the way. This is a ten. I believe a ten percent. So twelve percent. Wow! Oh, geez, twelve percent stout. Yeah, let's see what this is going to do. 
And these all have stats on them too, like uh, old school. Do you save these cans and the stickers or not? No, I I, yeah, I, I figure I, you would. I saved the uh, the box of the last one. I didn't I didn't save the cans because I I lost one of the cans. I think I left it outside. I don't know what happened to it. So it ruined like it ruined it all. Pouring thick, Jesus. Twelve percent. Ah, jeez. Oh, jeez. I should have done this uh, blind taste test with this and mine and see if you could tell a difference. <sighs> Smells chocolatey. You know, it, we have stats that are non-barreled age, and then when you have the barreled age, uh, barreled age, it's such a it, it adds such a, a depth of complexity once you put it in the barrel. And oh it, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's just so weird that just putting it in a barrel will transform it as much as it does. Yeah, but, but it makes sense because when you put an you could just put a sink an adjunct in a beer and it's going to change it. Yeah, when you put it in a barrel, obviously it you know, it heightens it, makes it a. Uh, which is weird because I'm not even a I'm not even a booze drinker. And after all these years, I'm not a booze drinker, but yet I like the barrel aged beers. Yeah. Here we go. Cheers. Whoa, that is thick and creamy. Chocolatey dark malts, dark chocolate malts. Very creamy. No lactose, right? I highly doubt it. I don't I don't think you're supposed to put lactose in a straight stuff. I did. I think I did in mine. Too bad. <laughs> why, why not? It's, why it gets a creamy. You get the creamy mouthfeel. A little bit of sweet. A little bit of sweeten. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Oh, so that pinball scene where he's trying to play pinball and then the guy's playing, but he's saying my buddy's next, and he's like, "Well, oh, yeah. I put my dime down." And then when we see it, the guy, and it's kind of yeah, you're right because the kid there it looks like a young kid. So I think Tully thinks like, "Hey, if this kid gives me lip, I'm gonna I, I can take him." <laughs> and then the guy though looks like a Vietnam veteran, right? Because yeah. he's got like the he's got like a the like jacket. A, yeah, the jacket on. You're thinking that's either that or he's faking. He's doing like the like what's it called, stolen valor type deal. Like, but he but you know, but you're like, uh oh, like uh oh, he's an adult. Oh, I you know I take that back. The kid playing pinball was also drinking a beer too, though. I think you have another mistake. Uh, he was also drinking a beer. So I guess he is older. And so and so this the, so don't forget Angus has just come come out from the, come from the hospital with the sling on so his yeah. his arms messed up. He we see the the Vietnam vet guy and he has a, a like a prosthetic hook on his oh, arm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We assume yeah. that he's lost it in in Vietnam. True. Uh, and then Angus says that, like I I think he's serious, but it comes across as being a joke. He's saying, oh, you could be you know if they work together. Hey, you play the left <laughs> left flipper. I'll play the right flip. <laughs> I, I think he's being serious, though. I, he's being serious, <laughs> but it's the, a, highly offensive. It's to like, the guy. It's like, what, like, 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 what did you say? Like, what did you say? Would you say you little shit? <laughs> That's a pretty funny. It is a pretty funny scene because yeah. he pretty much runs away. He's like, uh, uh, oh yeah, like, like ah, we, like, we like Mrs. Go. Crane, Mrs. Crane. Like, <laughs> I, I, I that Mrs. Crane's also like she she's taking a secondary job over the winter at the Sandbreaker place too. So. Yeah. So, so then I guess she she mulls it over with uh, with having Paul buy them some uh, Miller High Lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How about a couple of Miller High Lives? And, <laughs> Miller High Lives. And the guy's like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's funny because beer is like the great like booze is the great like uh, like uh, peacemaker. What do you call it? Peacemaker. peacemaker. <laughs> like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, but the way the way Paul's talking to them again, it's that whole pretentiousness. Like he can't even communicate with these, like you know, uh, like uh, these these normal guys that are just yeah, having yeah. a beer and playing pinball. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we get to the car. That's where we get where the you, you smell like fish. Oh, uh, you know, you know, you know what? The interesting. Gosh, man, this is a prior scene that when he, when when Tully mentions this, I'm like, he's like, oh, you know what the thing. 
And then earlier on, Mary's ta- when Mary's talking to Hunham, she goes the whole like she does like this, like this motion on the body, and you don't know what she means when he's talking. What she's what like, what, what is she referring to when she does the body? Does he has bo? And then, so now uh, we're now we're seeing what Mary was talking about earlier on. He has a disorder called trimethylaminuria. I have to yeah. look up the spelling for that. Yeah. Or I put the subtitles on, I think. Trimethyl and it, he can't process certain chemicals and so it gives off an or, an odor. Like that obviously has went to smelling like a fish, yeah. This was actually if I'm not mistaken, this was actually used in Freaks and Geeks too. It's one of the one of the one of the students on the program. Yeah. So this has been used before, like as a a trait. Um, let's see. We see the janitor tells him about the vomit in the gym. They deny <laughs> it. But he knows um, though. He he knows. I mean, there's nobody else there. So he knows. So he leaves the bucket there. Because he knows <laughs> one of you guys did it. <laughs> uh they go to Crane's party. Um Angus get meets the niece, Elise, and hangs out with her. And they have oh, they oh. have a kid. They have a little Don't moment, forget Mary right? has that line though, where she's too, where like we're like they want to go to the they want to go to the, the party. And like I, I, I don't want to go. Paul Giamatti's Hunnam character doesn't want to go. And then Mary tells him like, 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 don't f it up for the asshole, like the a hole. Like he's talking about Tully. Oh, because he threw something, right? And she's like, don't throw that. And he goes kind of storming off. So he's yeah, being a yeah. little a hole at the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Prior, but she says like, don't f it up. You know, he's still a kid. He still needs to yeah. get out. So don't f it up for him. Uh, and so he has that moment with the with the niece and the kids. Oh yeah, yeah. Who an actress who I feel like I've seen her before. And something else, but I couldn't. I couldn't place her. Uh, let's see. Then, we, then there's the uh, Oscar uh, uh, nominated scene for Mary, where she's drunk and she's sad about yeah. Curtis's death, and she's playing albums for that that uh, oh, he yeah, liked. Yeah. In and fact, in fact, is it there's that one scene with the with one of the the uh, <laughs> Mrs. Crane's guests is like, can you put something up more upbeat? And she yeah. just like yells at him, like like shut up. <laughs> Oh, and so then she's in the kitchen crying, and they got to kind of get her out because uh, she's making she's making a stink. And and that's also the scene too, where you, you think you think Miss Crane has might have a thing for for uh, Hunham, and then you see her get up and answer the door, and she kisses this guy that comes in, and you're like, oh. And then even if he, he makes that face, like, <laughs> here we go again. Oh. So it's like shuffling Mary out. Angus wants to stay for the party because obviously he wants to hook up again with. With the girl, with the girl, but oh, um, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Are you kidding? Wouldn't you be like, hey, just leave me here. I'll be like, and come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can handle home. this, Mister <laughs> Mister Honey. I, mean, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't leave you, Telly. You're like, you know, mm-hmm. the rules are rules. I can't leave you. Leave Mary in the car. Have Ms. the Crane, janitor take Crane Mary could home. drive me back. You know, <laughs> I would. I would. I would have <laughs> went. I would have ran to Miss Crane. Miss Crane, can you drive me back? Oh, let's see. Paul by the tree because. Uh, because Angus is all depressed about being stuck there, and then he does, gives the uh, meditations book to uh, to him does, for Christmas. Does Paul buy? Does Paul rebuy the uh, the the tree that the school? Re- Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. Um. Thing here. Oh, the meditations yeah. by Marcus Aurelius. Uh, oh yeah, but it, it, anyway, going back to that Christmas tree because I don't know if you remember early oh, on yeah. The, yeah. the school has a Christmas tree, and then when the kids leave, the Christmas tree is reclaimed. 
by yeah. like the guys who sold him the Christmas tree. And then Hunham buys a Christmas tree. Is it like is he buy rebuying the school tree back from them? I don't think so because his is a smaller, sadder version. <laughs> the, the school but yeah, but after all, but it's been but it's been tossed around so much. Maybe it's like the. Uh, let's see. So, uh, so Angus gets a Christmas card from the mom and the stepdad with money in it. Uh, they have the dinner, the ham dinner. And then all of a sudden he's like, I want to go to Boston. I mean, and obviously we know why later on. Yeah. We, at the time we're like, at the time it seems random, but it is I mean, random. he has plans. So then ultimately Paul like says, okay, fine. I have, we have money for a field trip. So we'll, we'll go that's to uh, Boston. That's- that's that's like a that's a valid like school like a like event. <laughs> I, I I recall going to plenty of uh, field trips before. Uh, they drop off Mary at the sister's house. Yeah. Um, and then and we, we also see- learn we learn a little bit about Mary at the at the house too. Her sister's pregnant, and uh, so the, you know, so we we get a little like I want to say backstory, but her family. Yeah, and then we see her, that she carries around the box of all the the baby stuff from her kid. Oh who, yeah, who, yeah. Who yeah. So that's very sentimental. Like yeah, it's like. Yeah. Uh, they're in that book. They're they're really, they're really shopping for books in the middle of the, the like a empty lot with snow yeah, coming you know, down. You know it's what's so funny? Random. At first, I thought they were good. they were buying vinyl, and then when they get closer, to you, oh, it's books, which actually <laughs> makes more sense. That was like, like you know, like thinking about when you go to like the vinyl like uh, sale things, like at the beer, you know, when you go to, like the oh beer. yeah, it reminded me of that. Then oh, it's books. Okay, that makes sense. And I think it's that proposition from that prostitute, <laughs> which is kind of weird. Weird. Yeah, but it makes sense because it, it's weird because he knows, like he he's he you know he's not uh he knows like the the word the ways of the world, so he he immediately recognizes. I don't think this totally recognize what I don't think he recognizes. Yeah, no, he knows. He knows. He's like, hey, go have a good time with her, and I'll, I'll be I'll just I'll be on my own. I just think he thinks he's she's a woman picking up. Uh, no, no, because because then because then, uh, then he then supposedly totally. Uh, Paul talks about like his sexual prowess, like the stories oh, I can yeah. tell you. Oh, oh, like let me, yeah. Oh, back in the day, like, <laughs> much like the Romans, I was I was acting yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they go to the art museum. Uh, Angus ice skates, and that's where he runs into that chum, the, the former Harvard, chum, the quote unquote Harvard friend. And he lies, man. Gosh, he t- he he weaves a a, a big tail oh, yeah, of lies a tall in the tail that well, and, and and he he keeps the tail going when Tully creates a, a fictional book for him. Oh, that's the camera obscura. He's like going with it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 an interesting scene because then even Tully tells him like after like I I thought Barton Ben didn't lie. Like what? Like wait, what? Like what's going on here? <laughs> And then he tells him, that, you know, of course, right away that now he feels humiliated because I think that the 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 chum is a professor at Harvard, I think. Um, and so right away, yes. uh, Paul's got to go get some booze in him. <laughs> oh yeah, to- yeah, yeah. They go to a liquor store. <laughs> they go to a liquor immediately. Store. <laughs> and then he tells the story that we talked about earlier, where he was accused of plagiarism and. Uh, and was kicked out, but not before running over the dude with the car. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's like, it gets dark. Like, it's like, like, wait a minute. It's kind of weird. And you, and you assume it's intentional, right? He intentionally hits him with he's the like, car. He's like, no, like it just, he just kind of like fell in front of the car. And he's like, you know, <laughs> and told um, him, like, yeah, F that guy. <laughs> so then the next day we, what you mentioned <laughs> that they're both taking uh, the same depression drug. So it's like, the, it's you know, that, it's like Librium or something like that. It's like a, a, probably like an early version of lithium. 
Yeah, and we and then we see we see that Paul's kind of understanding Angus and where he's coming from, and that they, they're very they are very similar. And it's just like you know he's making that connection. Oh yeah, this kid has some the same oh, yeah. issues that I have. Absolutely, yeah. Like I know, like like I know what this kid's been going through. I've been living this for fifty years now. So like, uh, yeah. Uh, they go. What, what is that bowling called? Where you use a little small ball? Is that so? No idea. No idea. But it's <laughs> miniature yeah, it's, it's bowling, embarrassing. Like miniature golf. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that's embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's not. Is that the Lebowski? That's not Lebowski. Like, yeah, like, you do that. Do people that. that bowl are gonna goof on you. <laughs> uh, and then oddly enough, they go to the movies to see a movie that you are very yeah, fond of. Another <laughs> great movie. Another. It's like, wait a minute. Like, you go down there. You go down there, General. <laughs> Little oh, baby. that's the Custer. Is that the Custer, yeah, Custer. scene? You go down there, Custer. You want Little... me to go down there, don't you? Little big man starring Dustin Hoffman, right? Yeah, I still gotta finish that book. I never did finish it. That's basically like a like a precursor to Forrest Gump, right? I mean, he's in all um, these, you could say that. You could say that. I don't, although, although I wouldn't, he's not. I wouldn't say he's. Um, uh, we we assume that Forrest Gump has a mental, uh, like an intellectual like, disability. There you go. Where I don't think a little big little big man's just a, the 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 main character. I think he's just a a product of his environment at the time. There's no. He's just like a, like a kid, and he grows yeah. up and goes over there. There's, there's nothing. Anything that's mental is happening because of what he's seeing around him. Yeah, but no, but I mean, I mean that where he's there in key moments in history. Oh yeah, oh, oh that, no, absolutely, that, absolutely, that part yeah. of Forrest uh, Yeah, Gump. absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so while they're watching Little Big Man, well, the fun, one of the funny, I probably one of the funnier parts of the movie for me is like when uh, when Paul says, "Oh, like this is actually pretty accurate," <laughs> like because he knows that he's a history. <laughs> yeah, teacher, if, yeah. Right? If he knew the Cheyenne, like if he knew the Cheyenne back, you know, like, <laughs> like that's pretty funny. And the guy's telling him to shut up. He's like, like you shut up. Like, yeah, like, like, like you. Like, you should. <laughs> uh, and meanwhile, so the whole thing's a setup, though, unfortunately, we learned, because Angus is trying to, like, get the heck out of there because he has that ulterior motive of going to Boston. Also, uh, also prior to the scene, we um, totally tells on him that his father is dead. So so we were, oh, yeah. we were assuming that the father is dead at this point. Yeah. And so when... And even when Angus, so Paul catches him in the cab as he's trying yeah. to flee. Even when Angus says, "I'm going I want to go see my dad," and and Paul acquiesces, I thought they were gonna go to a cemetery, right? Well, that's where he goes. Like, oh, he, like, oh, you think we're going to a cemetery? Yeah. But then, like, then he, no, it's like he's still alive. It's like, and then, and then you see what the place is. And it's like, oh shoot, here we go. This is like, and in a way, they're kind of saying that maybe like he might come out like his father, like he's taking like the you know the medication. Yeah. And one day he might just lose it all and just you know become like a, gosh, what's the word? Psycho- like psych- psychotic, uh, schizophrenic, maybe? schizophrenic, schizophrenic. Yeah, paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah. Maybe because I guess he tells the story of the dad, and the dad was like normal. You know, yeah, yeah, saying yeah. average, and then all of a sudden starts to develop a mental Snaps illness at some a certain point. Uh, so he goes and visits his dad in the uh, the mental hospital. Um, and it's a I mean it's a weird scene though because all all Angus does is talk about himself. It's kind of a it's kind of a weird yeah. like dad. He, I'm doing this, he, this this and this. It, it like, reminded me of something else. It reminded me of uh, Bri- uh, Brightburn or uh, the yeah the the movie we just saw where. Oliver's Saltburn? saying that Salburn, where he's like saying like, "Oh, like yeah, I'm I'm the president of the of the chess club," and I think he actually says like, "I'm like the I'm like on the rowing team, like you know, I, I'm getting good grades." Uh, I mean, maybe I mean I get he's trying to impress his father. He wants to you know like, "Hey, like love me, like like I I, exactly. I don't like I hate mom, I hate mom, like mom caused this, like mo- like mom's the one that like broke you." 
Yeah, there's definitely like love me and accept me. Yeah, uh, I need yeah. your, I need that, I need, I need that from you. you. Like, I, I hate mom. Like, mom is like, like I don't like mom. Yeah, unfortunately, the dude's not in any state. Oh no, to... he's yeah, he's well, like I said, he's a he's paranoid, schizophrenic. Because even though they have weird, weird scene where he's like, 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 I gotta tell you something. Like, yeah. I think I think they're putting something in my food. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh shoot, it's over. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh, well, well and actually, they might be putting his medication in his food. They don't I mean, have to. Yeah, well, they, but yeah, the thing true. is, they, you know, they, they give, yeah, that's like, but you know that. Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah, I know they are. Like, you know, it's not conspiracy. Um, they are doing it. So they have that conversation that where, where Angus tells Paul, you know, what happened with his dad and that, that whole is, thing. There was a little scene that I missed. See, I'm, I completely missed the little snow globe thing. I, I completely oh, missed yeah. that scene, so that, which plays, plays out later on. But I missed that scene when, when it was happening. Yeah, when he's in Crane's, uh, when they're doing going to Crane's party, he's playing with it, and then we, yeah. uh, you, you assume he lifts it from the Mrs. Crane's oh, party. Oh yeah, 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 right. Yeah, he does have it. it he is looking at it in at Mrs. Crane's party. Yeah. And I guess somehow he he nabs it and gives it to the dad as a present. But oh, we don't see yeah. him. Give, we don't see him give it to the dad though, that, right? Th- yeah, that's why I was trying to figure that out. Like, wait a minute, I don't recall seeing that scene. I don't know if I missed it, but you're right. He's looking at it at the party. So oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, director's cut <laughs> that's that scene's in the director's cut here dad yeah. I, I wanted to give you this for for christmas merry christmas i love you that's the, the extended cut yeah. uh they're having the they so mary joins him at the restaurant and then it's a weird scene too the cherry jubilee scene <laughs> that's just funny it's and a funny scene foster. because yeah can't like you can't, oh, you can't have that like i'm sorry these are all made with like li- liqueur so you can't have them and then mary brings up a good point though but it's, yeah. isn't it burned off in the process and uh, it doesn't matter we can't i serve. thought so i think yeah. you can i think you can order cherry if you're under under 21 you can order I think you can i think this is yeah it's, it's I, I think this is for the plot point like <laughs> then mary's but then there's like mary's like well can you give us ice cream and cherry like and then yeah. they go out and recreate it and but it, it's funny because they just wind up burning the whole thing and they don't even <laughs> drink they don't, they don't even drink it in the end well, I don't know why they think they could do that in a cardboard box <laughs> in the parking lot. That's the joke. He wants them kicking it off the, hitting off the card and just kicking it. They're eating. I guarantee you they're eating. They're putting their spoons in there. That's we, we just don't see it. Yeah, that's a funny scene. Uh, New Year's Eve, they they blow off that M80. 1971. And then the kids return. Everything starts going back to normal. Uh, breaks over, school's kind of resuming. Yeah, that's that scene where I was mentioning where Smith comes in. And he's like, oh, he's like in a shower or something, and his hair's short now. He's good looking, and it's like, wait, who is that dude? Oh, it's Smith. He's like, and I guess they're saying because of what happened during the, because I think he he's telling them the other kids earlier on. Oh, you know, my hair's long because I don't like my dad said if like you know he wants me if I do something I'll cut it, like, and then I guess because of the the helicopter the whole thing we're bringing the friends over he cuts it. Uh, let's see. Then, then, um, uh, Angus's mom shows up with the stepdad. Oh, yeah. So you know the gig. You know, you know the 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 gig is up. Uh, and so they start interviewing Paul. And so I guess what happened was when Angus went to go visit his dad and gave dad the snow globe, and just visiting him triggered him. He now he wanted to go home. Oh yeah. Like yeah, absolutely. And started attacking uh, the staff with the snow globe, and, and they and they knew it wasn't a mental episode because he had physical proof. Like, oh no, Angus was here with the with the snow globe. Here, look, here's the snow globe. Uh, so that's it. Like they're like, hey, we know we I, this kid's. 
So they initially think, you know, and it's true that Angus, it's Angus's fault. You were just kind of like, uh, like going along, but there was this Angus. Just tell us it was Angus's doing, so oh, yeah. we can send yeah. him to military school because this kid's out of He's control. Like the, the worst thing possible. Like send this kid to his death, his potential death. And we know that we know that Angus knows that's the next stop for him, and he's dreading oh, it. He's yeah, like, yeah. I he's, he's already been kicked out of two other schools prior, so this is it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the academy. Uh, so then that's where where Paul kind of falls on the sword, so to speak, to use the historical oh, yeah. reference. Yeah, and this is a scene where I, I'm telling you, I'm getting emotional this scene, like, because <laughs> I, because because you know it's you know it's like, oh, here we go. Like, there's two ways this is gonna go. He's gonna tell the truth, or he's gonna he's gonna fabricate and say like, oh no, like it was my idea. And then you know, so what happens? They're like, like oh, like oh, he's he's falling on the sword here. For your, uh, uh, for your, for your, for your Oscar like consideration. <laughs> <laughs> no, my Oscar consideration. consideration is the this is this is your Rubicon. Don't cross the Rubicon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and so then, you know, obviously he he's going to get fired now because he's taking the blame. Oh, yeah. You know it's over. Yeah, you know it. You know it. You know what's going to happen now. So, uh, so pig vomit, pig virus to penis cancer, I guess, is that oh, kind of scene, geez, right? <laughs> like, you know, like Hardy, and that's when he tells him that Hardy was a student here. Like, oh yeah, he was my student and now he's the headmaster. And then, <laughs> and then they show the scene where he's like, yeah, you, you know, like, God, yeah, yeah, you're the, he's the, what, the human embodiment of, of penis cancer? It's <laughs> yeah. like, Jesus. The guy's not, I, it's weird because Hardy's not even like really a bad guy, but yeah. he hates him for some, is it because, does he hate him because of his position now? Yeah. Jealousy oh. probably because he surpassed yeah. him, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, wait a minute. Like he hired you in the first place. Or wait a minute. Does Hardy hire him? No, or somebody it's, an, else no it's another guy. It's, it's another, another guy. guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You don't want you don't want me to come. It's gonna be kind of humiliating for it the has student to, be. to be your boss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Like I have tenure here, but if but you're right, if you're not if I'm not a real teacher, I guess I don't have tenure. Exactly. Here. Tenure. Exactly. Uh so he gets fired and he tells the kid, you know, hey, and they're all looking at each other. Mary's gonna be interviewed next. Uh, and we see him cleaning out his uh, apartment, uh, his his room, and he's oh, yeah. like, "That's all." You see when Mary too, where like Mary's like, "Like, oh, like what happened?" He's like, oh, "Like I ain't going anywhere. Like, like, like they can't fire me. <laughs> like, like I'm, the, like, I'm a head chef." He has a, like I said, he has that box of the meditation. Oh, yeah, the box like, of all the meditation. I'm about to buy like a box like that now and just give them out. <laughs> yeah, like said about everybody. She gives him that writing that that writing book to finish his monograph. Yeah, to start a, his yeah, monograph, that's a, that's like a good travel. little gift. They're like, here, this is for you. Like, well, there's there's a lot of empty pages here, Mary. Like, uh, yeah, the reason why you're gonna start writing now. Yeah, he's talking. She tells him to, he he says he's gonna go to Carthage, maybe. So we're oh, yeah, probably yeah. gonna travel to uh, to Europe. I'm assuming with all that money. Yeah, Rome, ob- Rome, Greece, all those places he loves. And then, of course, Ag- Angus isn't getting kicked out, and they have that whole conversation at the end, which you're probably like tearing up. Are you like tearing? Oh, up absolutely! That? Like they're like they're hugging it out. Like, yeah, it's like I love you, man. And he's like, mean, it, but it's a good scene too because it's not overly done where they're like crying and hugging each other, and like yeah. it's done in a way that they're two men. Very they're subtle. like exact. It's very subtle. Like. Like thank you, but like, but they don't say it. Like he's totally still like what seventeen years old. Yeah. So he's still like not like a man, but he's like a kid still, a teenager, and he's like you know like you know like I'm gonna stay here at school, like you know, and you know, and he kind of doesn't even say thanks. He just kind of runs away back to the class, like you know, like oh you know like I'm a kid, and then for Hunham he's like ah you know I gotta get in the, gotta I'm I'm leaving now I'm out of here. Yeah, it's, it's kind of we- it's kind of weird though because you would figure. 
Angus would be a little express a little more gratitude see, since he saved see, his butt. That's why I'm mentioning <laughs> the age. That's what because see, it's an age thing here. He's still a young man. He's a 17. I mean, you know, when people say 17 years old, 17 years old, but he's still a teenager in, in school. So to him, it's like it's an experience that he 10 years later, or when he gets older, I'll college and whatnot, it. he'll understand it more and he'll realize the impact it has on him. In this moment, it's probably has, has lesser less impact on him. Later yeah, on, he'll see where Hunham, if it weren't for Hunham, things yeah. could have been far different. Well, think about it. Like the, the, the Paul character has no real education. He no. has no teaching credential. I don't know where he's going to get a job next. I don't think so. I think that's why he goes and writes. I think he goes and writes, you know. Uh, and then the, the whole thing is like, Hey, you can do this. Like you, like you can, you can do this. You're, you know, and he's been trying yeah, to yeah. build them up throughout the whole movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, at this point now, you, there's you have to you have to succeed now. You can't like you know, you know. I I've done all I can to, yeah. to set you on the path. You have to like you know any failure now. It's like it's just out of my hand. I'm gone. I'm I'm, I'm done with this. I might have expressed it more straight to the point. Like I just got my ass fired. Like you got to get in there and, and handle <laughs> nah, this stuff nah, because then that puts guilt. <laughs> and that, that see that adds. The I, guilt I want back. that. I want. I just lost my job for you. Nah, like, you I don't think you see it. I think he, in his mind, he knows that totally smart enough that in five, 10 years, 20 years from now, he will see this moment and this, what is happening here as being a turning point in his life, hmm. you know, as it's an experience. So this is, you know, if you tell him now that it's going to be like, it's going to go, go, like, it's going to ruin everything. Uh, and then we see uh, Paul leave with the U-Haul and the, and we talked about the, uh, the, uh, the booze tasting yeah, and yeah. spitting and it. And you out. actually clarified your your uh, your your clarification on what he's doing actually makes a lot of sense because I wasn't I I, did, I totally forgot that that was the the boot the bottles that they give him at the beginning the the uh, oh this is what you get for for your your gift or in fact don't they give him that just because they're making him do like the school year or is it a no, gift no he steals it. He steals it. Oh. Remember, it's, it's the headmaster. The headmaster has oh, it. Oh, it was the, the bottles gate. they give him in the beginning. No, the, no, 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 no. The head. He sees the bottle in the headmaster's uh, desk in the beginning. Oh, and he says, "Hey, the board gave. Look at me. Like the board gave me this. It's like and a then rare." The, and then Hardy's giving him a bottle like of lesser stuff. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a lesser bottle. I thought I thought he was giving him a gift at the oh, end. Oh, I thought he stole it because he because there's a scene there's a scene in the movie where he goes into his office and sees yeah. it, and I just assume he swipes it. Maybe that's not he, a gift for for the Paul character. Maybe that's just something he sees there and he and it's like oh, I thought he stole it. Brown. No, but you're right though. It. You're right because I'm I was assuming that that was just something they were giving to the Paul character because he's gonna because he's gonna spend the uh, the winter there. No, but you're right. I Maybe they're he... not giving that to him. Maybe that's no. like oh, so I'm sorry, you weren't supposed to see that, uh, Paul. Like that was you know that's 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 my bottle. Like yeah, I think I think he steals it and then that's the whole thing where it's <laughs> like, see, which uh, makes the ending like oh, it makes sense now. He's like you yeah, know, like, yeah. Um, I thought this was an okay movie. Clearly, you enjoyed it more than I did. I love this movie. I wow. I love it. Favorite movie you, you, of 2023, hands down. Like, really? No, like, favorite movie. If if there's wow. a movie that I want to win, if it's, this is the movie that I want to win, it, it'll never win. This is much. This is much like the one deaf. What was the one story we watched with the uh, the deaf girl? The Coda. Uh, Coda. Coda. This is the this is my Coda of of 2024, 2020, 2023. Academy but Coda won. This ain't gonna win. Well, that's what I'm saying though. This is like my Coda. Like I want it to really? win. I want to will it to win. And remember, I said that Coda should win. You know, it did. And it did win. It won. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, but I said it wouldn't win because of, just because the way other movies were like bigger movies at the time. You you can't be Oppenheimer. That's the, uh, the Oppenheimer yeah, true, is like true. Uh, 
Yeah, this movie, but I don't know. Me, I love this movie. This movie's my new my new Christmas movie now. Really? It's like my Yeah, I, I love it. I don't, I'm gonna I don't tell know. you something. It's gonna anger you. I will never think about this movie again. Like I it's I forgetful. It. See, um, you know what it reminds me of? See, it reminds me of that one little that little uh, uh movie that came out in Prime recently, that that Vengeance movie. It's like one uh, of those weird little quirky movies that pop up that yeah. they have like weird sentimental meaning and value. Uh-huh. Yeah, and nobody. It's you know. And bear in mind, this is a small movie. It's not like it's not a. It's obviously yeah. it's not a big movie. It's it's so it's not it's not like Oppen. It's not like Oppenheimer or Barbie oh, where yeah. everybody's gonna watch it. So to me, that's the way I see this movie. Did you get the box office? Uh, it, it's small. I think I saw it. Yeah, I, I I think it lost money. I think it was like a flop. Really? I mean, it couldn't have been expensive to make because it's oh, one, yeah, it's yeah. pretty much one one a few locations. Yeah, I, I didn't even put the numbers down, so it might not, it might not even have numbers on it. Wow. But it did win. Uh, it did win a bunch of awards this award season, and Giamatti won a bunch of awards. So I mean, clearly, people... I mean, Paul, I mean, we know Paul Giamatti is a great actor. So it's like you know, you put him in a role. He's gonna all he's got to do is cuss a few times, like yell a few times. <laughs> oh, so speaking of Paul Giamatti, like, are we fans? I don't know. We've seen a bunch of his work, though, have we? We've seen pig, vi- pig virus well, in this. The guy is a the guy is a really good actor. Obviously, Academy Award winning actor. But he's been in bad movies too. Like, what was that one M Night movie he did with the uh, Oh Lady in the Lake? Oh Lady God, Lake. <laughs> yeah. So, so he has done bad movies. Um, what, what, what have you? I mean, do you? What have we seen with him in it? Uh, his, uh... He's in everything. He's in everything. What what haven't we seen him in? Yeah, you're just making stuff up. He's okay, in here everything. We go. The holdovers. I think his big breakout film was that Sideways. So this is the, this is I think hey, the same director from Sideways. Oh you really? Yeah, you know, Sideways is like the wine, the, the buddy, the buddy travel movie that they're wine connoisseurs. They go to wine country. No, I've never seen it. Never, no. So, it's an old movie, 2004. Okay. A Billions is a TV show. 30 Coins is a TV show. John Adams, Planet of the Apes. Oh, doesn't he play? He oh, plays, I saw uh, John, John Dr. Adams. Dr. Sayus? Does he play Dr. Sayus? Does he play Dr. Sayus? That makes sense. I think he does. Like man, like man being monogamous? <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see that. I believe he. So he's in the he. That's the uh, the Tim Burton uh, version. Yeah, 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 yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Gosh, who's he in that? I totally, I totally he's in every. I totally he's everywhere. He must he's be like, like Soldier Number Five. Like I'm John. I don't think he's in a speech. He's like Dark Man. He's everywhere, but like he's nowhere. The Illusionist, Cinderella Man, San Andreas, The Truman Show. Okay, Come on, he's gonna be like background background uh, stuff. Straight out of Compton, Twelve Years a Slave, Private Parts, of course. Oh, absolutely, Private Parts. That's not his, that's not his first movie. God, this is Amazing Spider-Man Two, The Negotiator, Ides of March, Man on the Moon. Uh, Private Parts is nineteen ninety seven. That looks like it's probably the first one. Okay, so yeah, because that's that's where I know I, that's the first time I had saw. I, and he yeah. was like, wait, he stole every scene he was he in. He stole that much. movie, like. <laughs> Like that was a that the like we I, we I joked about that last time the the casting director the whatever they she they saw got, he had that they knew factor, they knew right? they saw him audition and they knew like oh we gotta have him as pig vomit oh there's a one scene in the movie I haven't seen Private Parts in years but one scene where he's been fired he's like his box of stuff he's like that Howard Stern like uh, <laughs> that Howard Stern man <laughs> that mother like, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's like you knew like that guy's brilliant. Uh yeah, I don't I'm not I don't know about a lot of the stuff that he's been in. The um with the the Civil War one was that the I saw that I feel like I've seen that we saw is that the, right for the Civil War. 
No, John Adams. No, we have not. It's a mini series. I feel like I've seen that though. I've seen. Oh, he him plays John that. Adams. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never seen it. Why have I? Why have I seen him doing that role? It's, it's I weird. Don't know. Uh, Paul Giamatti as John Adams, Laura Linney, yeah. Sarah Pauly, Tom Wilkinson, David Morse. Uh, yeah, a lot. See, a lot of actors in this. Uh, I know he's in that Billions, which was a supposed to be a pretty I'm good sure show. TV show and then that 30 coins is out supposed to be pretty good too. Mm. Definitely uh you when you see him, I mean you obviously rec- easily recognize Oh, absolutely, him. absolutely. Very distinct, very distinct face. The voice, the, the appearance, you know, you know what like the doctors the doctors you're saying these in the plan of the age. Now it's now I gotta watch it again now, just so I can see like oh, is, is he Dr. Sayers? Let's see, take a look. Yeah, what character is he? Cornelius or Dr. Sayers? Oh no, it's uh Limbo. Huh. Uh, I'm He's got to be an orangutan. I know this is going to sound it's gonna be weird, but he's going to be an orangutan, right? <laughs> right. I can see his round face. Yeah, like, he's got to be an orangutan. Got to be. I definitely can see him with prosthetics yeah. on. I got to watch that over now. No, I'm not watching that. Watch it. That's like Tim Roth as the... Uh, yeah, it's like the main guy. guy. He's the main guy. I don't know if... It, it doesn't match up. It's not like a... It's a re- It's not like a remake. It's, it's like it's, a re-envisioning, it's, right? It's, it's there you go. It's a re- There you go. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> a reimagining. 2001. Gosh, that film's 23 years old. Is the music like... Is that like Danny Elfman music? Well, Marky Mark, mm-hmm. don't forget, is playing... Oh, the, God. The, I think that's lead. probably one of the... That was probably one of the worst things about... The worst decisions <laughs> were to put him in the movie. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, music by Danny Elfman. There you oh, go. like no, dude. The budget was a hundred million. It made three hundred and sixty-two million dollars. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, it was horrible. I thought it was horrible too. Like, like an ending. You, well, first of all, you're never going to be able to recreate the original ending. It's impossible. Ultimately, one of the best reveals of all time. Look, uh, you'll never be able to do that. And it just—it wasn't that good of a reveal at the end. Um, just thinking of, uh, the holdovers box office, $23 million. I think that probably made money now. Wait, 23. Wait, the holdovers made 23 million. Yeah. And how much did it, how much did it, did it oh, there's no, uh, box. There's no, uh, uh, production cost though. Right. Cause there was a reason why yeah. I didn't put it down. Yeah. I don't see, uh, yeah. So yeah. So because it costs exactly. If there's no production costs, I, it's going to be, it's kind of pointless to put how much it makes. I need to compare it. You know, how much was it? A million dollars, two million, ten million? If it made twenty-four million dollars, it could have been more. It could have been more it, than twenty it didn't million dollars. Expensive. It literally it, looks like it's filmed all like on like location. There's yep. nothing really, you know, yep. rent out the place. You know, so it didn't really. It doesn't look like an expensive movie. And there's no advertising for this. I, we didn't even know about this movie. True. Remember, we kept on True. saying like, "What the heck is that?" I have no idea what this movie's about. Yeah. Remember two, three weeks ago, we're like, oh, ta- Paul Giamatti got nominated. Paul Giamatti. We're like, what the yeah. heck's the holdovers? I had no idea what it was. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it because, you know, I think one of the perks of doing the show is we get to see stuff we normally wouldn't see to review it. Sure. So I'm sure. glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, like Coda. Like, I would have never saw Coda had it not been, like, part of the show. So. Love that movie. I, I recommend I recommend that movie to everybody. This one I wouldn't. <laughs> no, this one I recommend to everybody. Now. I haven't, I haven't really? talked about Coda in a while. It's been a while since I've talked. So this is your coda for last year. Yeah, I mean it'll last for the year, you know. Let you know. So, all righty, uh, let's take a quick ba- break before we go on to a uh, Carmi. We re- revisit Carmi. Okay.
Yeah, do you prefer this version or the uh, Japanese version from uh, Blue Eye Samurai? Well, ultimately, I mean, obviously, this is original, so. You know, of course. <laughs> but I'll be listening to the to the Blue Eye Samurai version after. Um, what's doing in the pour? What do you got? Got it. Uh, let me reach down. You do that, Bishop. Why don't you do that, Bishop? I'll pull out the other Adroid Theory. I believe it's a hazy yeah. item. Yeah. Why is the Adroid Theory? I don't think I'm ready for that. Hang on. I notice you keep going back to uh, the uh, For Whom the Bells Tolls, and you don't want to play the oh. other songs. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't acknowledge those songs. Uh, I will say this much when we get to the album. The first album, the first side's not bad, like side one. Uh, it's not bad. Side two is kind of just filler stuff, I think. Or, uh, or I would say you're mostly correct in that. Although side two does have one of my favorite songs from them. What's that? Trapped under ice? Or, no, oh, creeping, creeping death. death. Yeah, yeah, of course. And yeah, like the uh, Moses, whereas I call it yes. the, the Moses song. Yes, I wound up looking at the lyrics. I try to look at lyrics of this stuff uh, when yeah. we do the albums. Uh, this morning I did, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's oh, okay. uh, Death and Moses and the Pharaoh. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of a weird thing, because even back in the day, a lot, a lot of times like metal songs are like hard to like follow the lyrics. For some reason, Creeping Death was like, you don't, I, you don't, you don't really need to like the lyric sheets. Like You know what he's talking about when you when you hear the lyrics. Except um, for the Olanda Goshen, and then it's like, huh, what, what's that? Where's Goshen at? You want to read the specs on this one here? So this is from this is the same series as the last can, Adroid Theories, Adventures and Thirst, official compendium of Flavor Fantasy Second Edition, D and D based. This is called Pyreon, the Pyreon, easy triple Indian Oof. pale ale. Oh geez, ten percent. I thought it was lower. Oh boy, triple ten percent. These are all chaotic uh, evil. No, this is actually a neutral alignment uh, can. Only, uh, only people who play D and D will understand that. <laughs> I saw a pineapple, a bunch of pi- bunch of pineapple. I thought this was like way light. I thought it was like a five or six percent. It's a triple. It can't be five percent. Hazy like I, but like. Oh, you didn't know it's a triple. Got it. You're oh, you're still working on the can. Man, fingers wrapped right around it. Yeah, I'm. I remember. You know, yeah, I'm at that age where it's like I can't even get up. I'm like my. It's like I take that first step and. Sh- Join the club, like uh, <laughs> it's like yeah. But you have you have you have like uh like a diagnosis stuff going on yeah. over there. Like uh, me, it's just like I'm, I'm obese, like obesity. Oh, it's just like my friend, like a like a long time like internet friend. She's like she's like I can't get out of bed either. I'm like what you're you're young though, like uh, like you you know. Oh, I'm I'm fifty. What am I? Maybe fifty two in a couple of months. So it's just your body just is not doesn't respond as the way it should, and we take oh, steps. Absolutely. It kind of hurts. <laughs> You know me. I've had I've, I've had the step problem for like for what decades now. It seems like yeah. my right foot. Yeah, but I think part of me is old. Part of me, I'm out of shape. You know, gotta 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 uh, gotta start working out a little bit. Maybe there you go. Gotta get right. the uh, got a new a new machine like to to buy to keep to get you in shape. I still want to do one more season of baseball. I don't know if I have what? it, but I would want what? It was nineteen eighty eight. You know, I was playing recently. Like, I mean, eight, if, like the Andrews, like I start ordering Andrews. Creatine, you know, creatine you know I was playing like three years ago. I was playing before the COVID stuff. And we won a championship. And there I contributed. I hit, I, hit, I hit dingers. 
Remember, like, to see it a remember, three run home yeah, home. I sent you that text that one time. I literally <laughs> hit a three run home run over the fence. I texted you, like, oh God, I just hit a three run home. <laughs> and that's when the hands went up. Uh, literally hit three home runs that season. What are you talking about? I still got, I still got another season left for me. <laughs> Literally, you know me. I was never one for power. I was more for batting average and consistency and getting out in walks and well, at least singles. you had power too, though. I never had power, so that's the one thing that I never, I could never worry about. Well, I didn't have power till later on. I got older and fatter. I think is what, is what it was. <laughs> like body weight to like mass, <laughs> like. Oh uh, yeah, I hit three home runs. Or oh, so there was a fence. I hit three home runs over the fence for crying out loud. Come on, I, I still go. got a season left. I think. There you go. <laughs> Oh, all right, all right. Here we go. Cheers. It's reliving my glory days. You, you know, a lot of the a lot of melon in this one. Yeah, exactly. And you get you get that uh, the uh, sweetness from the from the malt. You know, it, it's weird because we have different varieties of of triples, and you know, and the, the hops play a big factor into it. Depending on the hops, are like they totally read differently. It's so it's so it's so weird when you hear like New England or hazy. Those things, those mean though that that probably just that probably just describes the way it looks because it's it's you know it's not as clean as a as a West Coast, but literally doesn't mean describe the taste anymore because of so many different hops that they use that they use for the profile for the flavor profiles. Unless you're monkish, (laughs) unless you're monkish, (laughs) because monkish will always be the same. We hear New England, we hear hazy, and you think in your head it's going to be monkish or other half. Oh, true, true. But then when you try it, it's like, wait a second, the, the, they're using different hops, so it doesn't it doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah, like you you can't say hazy IPA and that means something. And there's yeah. just too many. I mean, look at uh, look at Hetty Topper. Hetty Topper doesn't taste like any of those things, and it's technically like a like a yeah. uh, uh, um. Sure, that's my train of thought. My uh, northeast uh, hazy IPA in uh, a NEPA, like, yeah, like, as I will call it a NEPA. <laughs> uh, let's get back to Carmi. Oh, I miss Carmi. The, the bear, such a good show. This is probably one of my favorite episodes for the season, by the way. Honeydew episode four, really, really. This, yeah, is, a because... very, this is a very subtle, uh, poignant, uh, poignant, uh, character study of the Marcus. This is, this is Marcus's episode. Let's be honest. Here. Love Mark, love Marcus, love the Marcus character. Man, I, I realize all the budget for this goes to like it's literally he's, he's like like did the, the crew go like on vacation? They, <laughs> they went to Denmark for this episode because <laughs> like because like, it's it's a, there's a lot of filming. Uh, what do you, what's it, what's it called? Like when you just film like scenery, like stock, like B stock like B roll, B roll, B roll. Yeah, there's a lot of the stock footage of, of Denmark, the beauty of Denmark. You, know, Ooh, you see all like the said, shops. The crew just said, "Hell, we'll, we'll be back. We're gonna go to Denmark to get." Yeah, we're going to Denmark. Footage. This is like Marcus gets to go to Denmark. Can we all go? Like, because uh, you know I they know. don't just take Marcus there. So like they're, they're all there, right? No, Carmi and Sid aren't there. It's just Marcus and a. I like don't a, know. I think they're all there on vacation. You just don't take one man to to uh, Denmark. Sorry, Carmi's guys. like, no, I'm, I'm in, guy. I'm the star of the show. I'm in. But yeah, like, they're all in but, Denmark, like uh, like uh, just kicking back out there. But you're not featured in the episode, so like so. You're not like, in so there, what? so like so. <laughs> yeah, we're on vacation in Europe now. That's that. That's that whole thing. That, that that's almost like. It's kind of funny because normally those are kind of jump to shark episodes, right? When when shows go to a different location, like oh, when the yeah, Brady Bunch went yeah. to Hawaii, and the, absolutely like the, yes. the uh, the curse. <laughs> the cur- <laughs> that is one hundred percent correct. Yeah, when a show goes to a different lo- location, when you pull out the the when you come out of the main location that your your show is taking place in and put them in somewhere else, like Hollywood, Hollywood of all places, LA is the worst 
possible place you could get a play a thing. But you're right. Hawaii is another one for the Brady Bunch. Man, yeah, you can't do that. So, but this one does it kind of, I think, su- right suddenly because only one character. It's not like they're all doing their shenanigans. No, like no, he- no. Yeah, it's one man. One man is in Denmark. And it's yeah. and they film a lot. Like you said, B roll there. So it's like there's a lot of Denmark in there. Um. So, uh, so there's so they're they have seven weeks till the Bears supposed to open. So they're working round the clock to try to get the restaurant at the par. Fire suppression's an issue. They're doing a deep cleaning. Uh, even the licensing, the business, the name of the business is all messed oh, up. Oh yeah, because I you guess, guys didn't I guess pay for the first one. You didn't pay for the first name. Now you got to pay for the second one. So you got to pay for two names now. <laughs> oh. And then so Sugar has that one conversation which he thinks is private with uh with uh, Carmi. I mean not with Carmi with uh is she with Carmi? No, it's yeah, with Carmi. Uh, Fac, I think. No, is it with Carmi? No, it's Carmi. It's Carmi. Oh, she's okay. talking to Carmi. Think about it. it's her brother. So she's telling. She's telling. I, it's like, wait a minute, this, this, this can go two ways. She's got some debilitating disease like cancer, or she's pregnant, you know, which is kind of weird because she, the actress does look pregnant at this point, so I'm, I'm wondering if they might have wrote this into the thing. Oh, she, she might be really pregnant. pregnant? Yeah, I think she is. And they're like, so then she's, it takes like, it almost takes like like three or four minutes before she gets to the to the punchline, and then the wall falls down. Well, but, like, before, but before that, she goes, like, don't tell, like, don't tell yeah, don't, don't tell anybody. <laughs> don't tell, yeah, don't tell Richie, don't tell anybody. But like, I'm not sure. It's gonna be. It, it goes on for a while, and then all of a sudden, I think Carmi starts finally getting because she starts smiling, and then Carmi starts looking at her like, "Oh, like, oh, oh," and then the wall falls down. I'm pregnant, and then Richie's like, "I effing knew it, <laughs> I knew it, like I knew it." So I something. I think she. I think she was really. I think she's really pregnant. She's and they. It's like an inside joke. Like oh, I knew it. Good for the Richie character winning the best supporting uh, actor for the couple winning, of awards. So, yeah. oh, they're all winning. Um, let's see. Marcus with his mom, so he's gonna go. He's gonna go do some uh, some pastry chef work in uh, with Luca in Denmark. The Luca guy I've seen before too. Even for, like, we just yeah, saw he, him. You know who he is? <laughs> yeah, he, who is he? Who is he? Because I see. I, I, we saw him in something, but I can't. You're, place not, him. you're not gonna. You're not gonna like it. What, uh, what he's, was Adam, he's Adam Warlock. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, the gold paint. That's right. Yeah. Well, you're not. You're not right. gonna like it. You're not gonna like it. Wait, did I? I haven't seen that, so I can't really. Uh, oh, you didn't see the third one yet? No, I didn't. See we that. didn't do did that for the show. That? I didn't. We didn't I don't do think so. Show? No, I don't uh, think I saw it's, on, it. it's on Disney Plus. No, okay, I won't see it though. But you're right. He's Adam Warlock. <laughs> they should have give him long hair because he's not. His hair's not even long, right? Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's Adam. That's Adam Warlock. I don't know what his name is. Uh, I, I knew I've seen that face before. <laughs> I think Will, I think he's also like a child actor too. I think I've seen him before. Like, in, is it Will Pol- Will Poulter? Is that his name? I'm not sure. I know he's English. That's for sure. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. Good looking guy. Good looking guy. Will yeah, Poulter. Good guy. I feel like I seen him when he was a kid though. In something. All right, here we go. Were the Millers, the Maze Runner, Guardians of the Galaxy, the Chronicles of Narnia? Maybe you've seen him in. That's uh, possible. That's possible. Uh, Midsummer. Is he in Midsummer? What? Is he one of the one of the guys there? One of the friends? No. Who does he? I mean, he's a producer. You know, when they you look at the things, they could be producers. Oh yeah, you got to you got to go to cast. You can't go to like producer stuff. Yeah, he's Mark. He must be one of the guys, one of the gang. He can, well, <laughs> see, he's not the he's not the blood. He's not the main guy who ultimately gets killed. He's not the the blood uh, uh, eagle guy. Palter, I don't remember. Is the first guy that gets that. on the drug and they give him the the, I the mushrooms? Know. I don't know, but he's uh, he's in it. Oh. Uh the revenant. Did you you saw the revenant? Oh, right? uh, what's his face? Uh, 
Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Yeah, Academy Award winning. Yeah, the, with the bear, movie. with the bear. Gosh, yeah, that's a great movie, man. I, I yeah, enjoyed that movie. one. Yeah, it was like a Academy Award. Uh, Tom Hardy also plays the uh, antagonist in that movie. Wow, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Black Mirror, Maze Runner. Um, let's see what else do I see here? The score. Not a lot of stuff here. Yeah, I, think I, I think I was thinking I, rec- I, rec- I thought I recalled them as a child actor. Like maybe I'm just mistaken. Trying to look at uh, some uh, TV shows. Nothing, uh, nothing noteworthy. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. So he plays Luca in this, and he's he, he's he's kind of mentoring um, Marcus. Uh, yeah, in this yeah. I was a little I was a little confused about like the like the setup here. So Marcus goes to Denmark. Yes, I guess he's got room and board on this on this. Uh, it's like a ship. Like a, it's actually pretty cool. It's like it's a boat. Yes. Now is that Luca's place? Or is that a different place that he's? No. In? See, I see. I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna yeah. say that. I knew yeah. you were gonna ask that because I went to look at. So there's a part where he is looking at a letter, and I paused to see what the text on the letter oh, was. Oh. And so the letter. Let me see if I find it here. Yeah, it mentions like feeding something and, and yeah, flour and doing putting water. And it says water, put water off for Coco, which we don't see. We assume yeah. it's a cat, but he's like, I don't think there's a cat here. Unless the cat jumped off the, the boat. <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah, but that's, that, it's either a small dog or a cat. A cat would make sense too, because cats would come and, come and, come and, you know, come and do well. So the, at the end of the note, it says, send my love to CB Marie. So <laughs> CB being a Carmi. So maybe one of Carmi's former, oh. like, uh, lovers, perhaps. Uh, might be going on here. That's <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> so maybe Carmen Cook has remember, remember, remember in a previous episode says, Hey, it says, Hey, I'm thinking we should send Marcus to like Denmark. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then she goes, do you have people over there? He's like, Oh yeah, I have people. over Oh, there. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like a cool place. Flame. I mean, the, the thing is cool. Oh, see, I, yeah, I totally miss it. You're right. Cause I, cause I read the letter, but I'm yeah. like, Oh, it's just like a letter saying, I assume it's, I thought it was Luca. Cause then all of a sudden Luca's there. Like yeah. he's like a he's like a tutor. I assume Luca's also a tutor too, because yeah, it's it, I assume he's probably renting out a place that they're that he tutors at. I, I assume. I mean, it, it's kind of a weird setup. It's not a school because it's it's only it's a restaurant. Here. It's a restaurant, and Marcus is kind of like apprenticeshipping. Yeah, um, but it's not a school though. It's not like no. a school. It's, it's not a the restaurant. Same as the, uh, it's, it's a weird restaurant because. But there's nobody there. It's just like a private tutoring thing. No, 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 no. So if you remember, so so again, the the note says love to CB, lo, love Marie. So yeah. apparently, it's I'm assuming it's one of Carmi's former. Uh, okay, Carmi's uh, hot. You know, you know, he's going all over the world traveling and like hooking True. up with like. A, and he's becoming more popular and he's becoming more famous at the same time. So. Um. Oh, so Luca is a pastry chef at this place. Right. I'm assuming. And he says, hey, we start at 5 o'clock. So I'm assuming the restaurant probably doesn't open up oh. later on. That's why there's no one there. He's doing so, prep so you get a private tutor, and then we open, and then it's yes. like you probably have to – or you can make you can make stuff for the for – the, which I believe – because I am – I don't know how far you are on the Anthony uh, Bourdain book. Uh, uh, About a third. Okay, yeah. I'm only 12% in, but it doesn't matter because it's an easy book. The uh, but immediately it talks about when he joins the CIA, how like how when they oh, were yeah. doing like stuff, they make stuff for like the restaurant. So I'm thinking, yeah. oh yeah, he's probably making stuff for the restaurant too in the same process. That's a, that is really a good book, man. Oh, it's Gosh, funny. It's, it's it's funny. It's more like it's more like anecdotal, funny <laughs> like stuff. I think one of the first funny things is when he talks about Emerald. Like like I didn't realize he didn't like that. Like, I like know, the Ewok, right? The Ewok, like the Ewok <laughs> notice. <laughs> like he hates. Him. That's hilarious. Man. I thought everybody liked Emerald, but apparently not. 
No, I can see Emerald being kind of a jerk. A jerk. Come on, yeah, I can, I can see that. He, he look does look like nice. an Ewok. Yeah, no, like, wait, <laughs> he does look like an Ewok. <laughs> oh yeah, you know Anthony Bourdain doesn't get a, give an f about anything. He's gonna write whatever he wants to write. So yeah, it's it is funny. It's a great read. Uh, it's an easy, super easy read. You can just start page turning that thing. Yeah. So, but it's also hard to take notes too. But it's more. It's I feel like it's more like of a quotable type note taking as opposed mm-hmm. to like. Like, like, oh, like, you know, Anthony goes to CIA, like, it's, yeah. like it's in 70, but it's more like quotable. Like the things he says are more funny. <laughs> it's like, uh, and that was like the first tell all book on the restaurant industry too. Oh so yeah. Yeah. Was, Cause uh, even like the, even the intro, the appetizers like, oh yeah, people are not, some people will get it. Some people won't. There's going to be anger. Like, uh, like offense will be taken. I like that. I like this a part where like here's what here's what you don't order when you go to a restaurant because oh, of yeah. like uh, yeah that's, that's a, yeah that's yeah yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Um, he's gonna go work uh, apprentice with Luca, uh, and he's he you know Marcus is so good. He's like eating everything and taking notes. He's like oh, yeah. oh he's analyzing like textures and stuff. We, and taking, we also know that he has to make three dessert dishes though. Isn't that like his like uh, what would you say like a thesis like a uh, the fine the final. Or he has uh, to make three different things. So he's trying, he needs to come up with three different uh, desserts for the end. And if you notice that, like, they have, they have that, that, uh, that every second counts thing. Uh, he, he, Luca has that phrase on his, uh, on his restaurant as well. So oh, that's that whole thing. Um, so he's apprenticing. He has, so, so Luca asked Marcus, hey, can you make a shiso gelee? And like, he's like, yeah, of course I can. <laughs> But he's like, Google, he's trying to Google it. He's Googling it, and then he gives him the recipe. Like, let me Google. He's recipe. like, yeah, of course I know how to make that. Is that like a? Is that like a? You feel you have to say that? See, I would be like, no idea what that is. <laughs> well, you don't want to seem like you're you're a noob either, though, right? You, I think I would be like, I know what it is, but I've never made it before. You know. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, back in the back in Chicago, have, have you taken a look at any of the uh, any of the video from Chicago that's coming out right now? No, something they, going on over there. They're suffering one of the worst winters that they've ever oh, had. Okay, yeah. I've seen a couple of pictures where, like, the guy, the, the quote is like, "It looks like the day after tomorrow," like the movie. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's like ice flow. The, the I whole thought that was already ending. I thought that was over for the mm-hmm. uh, the 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 winter blast is over. Nope, nope, nope. No, they're having one of the worst winters they've ever had. And I guess there's a there's been a thing with the uh, the Teslas, like the charging stations. Oh aren't yeah, working. I saw that. That I saw. It's basically see, I didn't realize science. That Chicago. a battery can be like a battery can uh, lose its charge from the cold. So apparently, all the cars are like they're all they're useless now. They're <laughs> all sitting at the stations, and the, and the charging stations aren't working. And I guess like the way the door handle works is like you push it in, and then it pops oh, it's out. frozen. It's like, a, yeah. <laughs> like like uh, like like Elon didn't like the, like the, the designers did not take these into consideration. Yeah, you need to make uh, door handle warmers, I guess, on the next go round ah, to fix the flaw. Because they can't open the doors. I can't even open the darn doors. The first flaw was like was making it electrical. So it's already (laughs) already it's (laughs) you know, it's kind of a weird thing because it's still caught the the things I've seen, and I'm not, you know, I'm not pro or 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 con of her, but the things I've read is that it's more expensive to charge it than it would be to pay for the gas and the maintenance. Well, of course. Of course it is. So you know, it's always gonna be more for but but it's it makes you feel good because it's not harming. But it is harming. I so I just saw an article about like they just they're getting rid of all these like a, a windmills. Like because like oh, they actually, they're, they're actually worse for the environment than you think they are. Like we think it's oh it's the wind it's like nice and but it's like they're really destructive. 
So it's like, eh, okay. You know, it's it's also the po- it's also the politics of like, hey, uh, we yeah. need to remove the the dependence on the Middle East oil too, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It, it, but it's also a thing like, hey, you know, fifty years ago, the things that we thought were bad for us, we're learning that actually are good for us. It's a yeah. whole like, it's a twist. Is it sleeper? Like, is it sleeper? Like, uh, you know that movie, yeah. the Woody Allen movie? <laughs> like, like I don't smoke. It's like bad for you. Like, what do you mean? Well, that's a that probably smoking is the one thing that hasn't changed yet, and that's maybe true. it'll change. Maybe it'll that, change. That's true. But that's what sleep. That's the whole joke about sleeping. Like fat, <laughs> fat, fatty foods and cigarettes are actually bad for you. No, no, they're good for you. Well, they, hey, remember there, there was a whole. I think we talked about this previously. There was a whole move to going away from butter and using like uh, margarine. Margarine was oh bad yeah was yeah, fatty. but yeah, now yeah. margarine's bad for you. Like no one, no one <laughs> eats margarine anymore. Everyone goes it's back like to synthetic, eating butter. Like synthetic, like it's not butter. It's synthetic. Yeah, it's overly processed and ultimately bad for you. So you got <laughs> You got to use butter now. Uh, let's see. So, meanwhile, Sid's trying to hire staff for the for the beef. So I I I, I, the, I use the term that she's hiring line workers. Would that be correct? Or is she hire like they don't mention what what role she's hiring for. So back I say she's house. hiring line work. Yeah, back of the house station station station. Yeah, yeah. She's not hiring a chef. She's hiring like workers. Yeah. So you got the the dishwasher. You need exactly the, uh, the saute. Much like board game, saute. you have to start yeah. off as a dishwasher. Yeah. The saute person, the fish person, the you know, everyone has their own station. Uh, let's see, he's making ice cream. He's teaching how to make canals, which I can never learn how to make. It's is a canal the green thing? Little, it's a little, the, no, well, yeah. no, the canal is the, is the shape, the football shape of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can never do that canal. I, I, I don't know what the hell. It's with the spoon. You, you got to like go, you got to do like a double swipe on it. Then you yep. rub it on your hand to like seal it off, I guess. Or something. No, I think you rub, I think you rub it on your hand to warm up the spoon. So the, the canal falls off the spoon. Oh, <laughs> is that what's really going on? Well, cause he's dipping the spoon in the yeah. water to bring it, make it warm. Right. So you can cut through the ice cream. I think it's, yeah. I think he's scooping up ice cream. So you put this like kind of boss Baskin Robbins used to do that. And thrift used to do oh, that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. The scooper in the warm absolutely. water. Right. Yeah. Cause it cuts through the ice. But I think he's warming it, the spoon up in his hand to release it, release the canal yeah, from it, the spoon. It's 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 too quick. It's too quick of a motion. It's not the the heat from your hand is not gonna. I thought it was like I thought there was like there might be some like liquid on the hand. And it seals up like the like the final as it slides out of the, the spoon. <laughs> I mean, I I mean it's, remember, a, it's a very pretentious. I mean, let's be honest. Here. Everything that's been is. made is super pretentious. Absolutely, those canals are. It's it's just a stupid football shape. Okay. <laughs> yeah, everything about it is so pretentious. But I mean, I guess well, that's fine dining, though, right? It's it's that's what you're paying for too. You're paying for the artistry, the pretentiousness of the of the what's, what's it called, plating a dish. You're a hundred percent correct because when they make that dessert and it's like discs of this and this and this, oh and he yeah, eats it, yeah. And the guy just looks at him and says, "It's a mini Snickers." It's, it's a, a mini- yeah, it's a mini Snickers, but oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a hundred percent correct. All it's that beautiful. It's just a Snickers bar. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could just mold it into one like like yogurt and <laughs> dip it there. No, no, no. It's presentation. It's it's the visual. You're a hundred percent correct with that pretension because he's like, hey, yeah, it's, it's a minty Snickers bar. <laughs> it looks beautiful and, and even Luger's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, it is. <laughs> That's pretty darn funny. Yeah, good catch on that one. Uh, so they're trying to pass fire suppression, and I guess like that whole thing with the balloon and <laughs> the gas. That. That's all gas. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I, didn't that's get, I didn't get it because it's blowing up. It's gonna blow. But <laughs> I didn't. I didn't understand what the point was. Like, uh, it wasn't sealed or something, and the yeah. gas is building. Gas is leaking out of that. Leaking out of the thing, and it just blows up. 
Uh, let's see, Marcus. We hear about Marcus and Lucas' story. Marcus is I, he obviously a big guy. Played football. Yeah, I didn't know that he's a Division three player. So, so we learned he's a big that. guy. Yeah, but we don't. Really, I didn't realize you don't realize he's in college. He went. He was a you know Division three college, and he, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. you know. So I didn't. I didn't know that. Um, he talks about Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. <laughs> like Pippen, like who's that? Like oh, you're like Pippen. Like who's that? And oh, you know, and then he tells them what he does. Oh, you know, you know, Jordan's like, who's that? Yeah. No, no, oh, oh, now you're now you're messing with me now. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not football. It's not like like uh, that's, like that's British true. But worldwide, worldwide names stand out. Like for example, we know who Beckham is, even though we don't, you know, so, at least to me, soccer is not a big deal. But we know who Beckham is. So everyone worldwide knows Michael Jordan. You think? Absolutely. No matter where like you're at, pe- Kobe. There's certain people that you know worldwide. But do you think Jordan's known because the shoe too though? We gotta watch yeah, that air. We gotta watch that air. We gotta watch that air movie. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You don't think those other like like especially the UK? You don't you don't think like the, the, the young youth don't wear those shoes over there? Yeah, of course they do. Uh, and this is a kind of a weird scene where like Marcus is on the way home and he hears that man oh, like, yeah. crying for help. It's a Dutch man. It's a Dutch guy, and he's Dutch. like, he's oh, I mean we we I mean we come on, it's a Dutch guy. He's like on a bike and he crashes into like a fence or something. Maybe Wait, he's he, he's not he's not Dutch. He's Danish. They're in Denmark. Isn't Dutch True. like Amsterdam, Holland? <laughs> yeah, what is Denmark. Dutch? They're, yeah, are you're right. Danes? He's in Danish. He, what is Dutch? The Danes. The Danes are. <laughs> Wait, what is Dutch? Is that Holland? <laughs> I think you might be right. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. He's he's well. He's from Denmark. Yeah. So he he's got he has been. Oh, uh, let's see. Dutch is Netherlands. Belgium oh, yeah. so and France, France. Oh, so, yeah, so, so I'm wrong. So I'm wrong. So yeah, the he's Danes. A, he's a Dane then. Um, so he's he got into I guess a bike accident where he yeah, crashed so into weird. the fence. I assume he's intoxicated, probably. Uh, yeah, you know, because <laughs> he, so, he misses the turn and he goes right. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, <laughs> he might have had a pint of ale, like uh, yeah, like, he might have had some Jägermeister <laughs> or whatever, whatever, whatever they're drinking over there in Denmark. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, he probably had a couple of, but he probably made me Omnipolo, a couple of Omnipolo. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's a weird scene where he crashes yeah. into the fence, and the fence has like barbed wire on it, too, which is kind of weird. Where's Omnipolo? They're in Europe somewhere. Where are they at? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're, I think Sweden or something. Uh, Let's see. Where are they at? Omnipolo, Omnipolo, Swedish. And then, yeah, there'll be Omnipolo. That's Denmark. It's all Scandinavia. That's what I said, yeah. Yeah, he probably had a couple of pints of Omnipolo riding his bike. I wouldn't even know what that is. It's like an older guy, too. So it's got to be hard. It's got to be some hard liquor that they drink over there. And so, uh, and so, of course, uh, Marcus goes and and frees him from the uh, from the yeah. fence. It's like, well, here's a weird thing. This is why this is why I call this a dramedy as opposed to like a straight comedy because it, that that's a very serious scene. Yes, and the even the music changes. It's more like ominous, like. Mm-hmm. Like, wait a minute, this is like a dark, weird scene. Yeah. And ultimately, Marcus does save him, and the guy's like grateful. Like, he hugs him. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not, but he just like leaves and doesn't say anything. He just gets on the bike and he's bleeding. It's a, I, I know it means something, but I can't figure it out. Like, what yeah. does this mean? Why is that there? Yeah. Why? What is it telling me? But you know, Marcus is a super nice guy. I mean, Marcus yeah, is probably one of the kinder, kinder like, characters on the show. It's a really weird scene. I almost feel like the writer experienced this at some point, uh, and he just like just put it in there. Yeah, 
You always say that. That's yeah. your go-to. Like the writer, I feel like the writer went. Well, if this. I'm writing stuff, <laughs> well, if I'm writing stuff, I'm going to write stuff that I know and I've seen or people have told me about. So it's you know. Yeah, it's a random thing. You're right. The writer probably went to on vacation somewhere to Europe, and yeah, this happened. You saw to the this writer. happen, and like I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this. Oh, Mark, this would be a good thing for Marcus to be involved in. Uh, and then uh, he talks to Sid. See, oh, yeah. so this is the whole thing. Is there something going on with them or not? No, I don't think there is. I, I think he wants there to be. I think yeah. this is more Marcus would like there to be something, but Sid handles this like what the way uh, a friend would handle a it. Sister. She's, a sister, a sister, right? our sister. Yeah. Because she's goofing around and like they're, you know, the, you know, the way she's acting and talking to him, it's not something that I would do with somebody who I think I'm with sexually or I'm attracted to. It's more like a, a, a friendly banter. Um, are we going to read leading with heart by uh, coach K next? <laughs> like, or what? Who? Like who? Like who? <laughs> you know, Mike Krzyzewski. Like, like, we, yeah, all, like we all know Mike Krzyzewski. Like, like who's like, everybody knows, everybody knows who coach K is. Like, who is that? Like yeah, everybody, we, Hey, we know. We, no, we I know, know who he is. Yeah. I, I was, I was there for those years. Like the coach K. <laughs> is that the Christian Leitner? Christian Leitner. That, was that he, last was second shot. The, yeah. But Christian that, Leitner that was came him, right? after later. Wasn't he later in the, in coach K's uh, career? Yeah, but he had that one shot that like, the, oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that won the game for them. As a, like that was a, the big the shot for college yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah. but it's he weird because 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 you know because I was thinking looking when when Coach K came to, when he went to Duke, man, Duke was actually like like really bad, and then all of a sudden like he turned him around, and then it became like this like powerful team. That wasn't that was Leitner was in on Duke, right? That was that whole thing. They were they they he coached him. Leitner? Was he a part? See, I don't remember him being a part of his teams. Christian Leitner went to Duke, and Shashevsky is Duke, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Five time, five time champion. Yeah, that was that whole thing where, like, he he nailed that jump shot from like the free throw line. Mm. Who was he going against? Because there was other big players that were there were. That's like the whole thing with college basketball. There's always these great players that are gonna. It's you know, eventually they're gonna become great players. Yeah, I wonder. I'm trying to think of like who who did he coach in his career. Yeah, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's had quite. I mean, because when you look at the records, he's had some. some I don't know players. how you get Shashevsky from this print. The, the spelling. Kruet, Kru, Krukeski, Shashevsky. Like, I don't know Kreisky. how you. Get... Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, there's a, lot, there's a lot of silent uh, letters in there. <laughs> there's a lot of vowels together. A lot of consonants together. Let's see. He yeah. played basketball from '66 to '69 for Army. Um, then coach for Indiana as an assistant, then coach with the army. And then of course, co of course, coach for Duke for years, man, for oh, yeah. 42 years, 42 from, 19, from 1980 to 2022. No, that's, that's 40, no that's 40, way. 20, yeah, I thought he years. was gone a long time ago. I thought he was nope. like a house. Five, no, like, uh, five time champion. I, five I think he's, champion. he's only number two to, uh, the great, uh, what's his face? John Wooden. Uh, John Wooden. There you go. UCLA. I think he coached. He probably coached the, the Olympic team too. Oh, I absolutely, believe. absolutely. So he has gold too, right? Absolutely, yeah. easy. He's a, like he's probably a jerk, right? <laughs> but he's got like a book. No, but if book. you're that, but if you're that good, aren't you like hardcore? Like, hey, is it like is it? I just imagine like winning time. Is it gonna be like winning time? Like we see like the <laughs> like the, the the way he really is. I think he worked under Bobby Knight too. Is the other thing because he was at Indiana. I think he was a coach under uh, Bobby Knight. There you go, a mentor of uh, Bobby Knight. Yeah, see, I want to know who he coached with. I mean, who he coached, like what, who, what whose class? Players. Yeah, like which yeah. famous, which which, or which of his players went on to become like super big. I think Leitner obviously was, you say Chris or Leitner was. Well, it Chris or Leitner can't be the biggest one. He can't be the biggest. One. No, because he wasn't. He didn't do very well professionally. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
he just has that one moment where like, Hey, that was like, that was the moment for college basketball. That, that was a, a Doug Flutie moment. That's like the Doug Flutie versus, uh, who do they play against? Where Doug oh yeah. Like Hill Murray, the Hill Murray. Um, let's see. Mike Krzyzewski. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do this real quick. Look up his championship teams and see which, which, who are those guys? Like, like, where are they at now? All right. Which NBA players did Coach K coach? Um, no, see, there's got to be more than that. He produced uh, four number one overall picks Paolo Benchero. Never heard of him. Ooh. Zion Williamson, which we've heard oh, of. Oh, that's right. Zion, who, who's become a massive disaster in the, in the oh, really? Yeah, a massive disaster. But I, I know, I knew Zion even before he went to Duke. Uh, let's see what I got here. Zion, Kyrie Irving, was oh, he yeah, in the Lakers okay. or no? Yeah, yeah, I believe he was for a season. Yeah, Ky- Kyrie's a popular player. Elton Brand, um, Grant. Oh, Grant Hill's the most, uh, uh, the biggest one from his okay. class. Okay, and we know Grant Hill, of course. Yeah. Jason Tatum, never heard of him. Yes, Jason Tatum, Boston. Oh, yeah, he went okay. to Boston. Yeah, Boston. Kyrie Irving, which we've heard of. Zion Williamson, Elton Brand, Random Ingram. Oh, Ingram, really? Uh, Lakers. Or he was in the Lakers. Luol Deng, Paulo Benchero, J.J. Redick, Carlos Boozer. You figure, I mean, it goes you to show you. You feel like a, like a Jordan in there or something, you know, well, somebody it, who. That's what I was going to say. It goes, goes to show you, you can be an all-star in college, doesn't necessarily translate to NBA yeah, that's uh, true. stardom. Yeah, that's it. But it also, I guess, I guess it's the, the team as a whole, too, makes the team. So it's not just one guy. Even though Zion was like a one-and-done player. I mean, I'm sure probably half the guys you named are one and done guys. Zion was hands down one and done. Played one year and then he was gone. So the rumor is that Coach K wants to be on the show for next season for the season three because they refer. I guess they referenced him a bunch in the no, show. No, are you <laughs> serious? That's yeah. funny. Well, he's not. Well, he's not. We well, say he's not, he's not coaching anymore. I mean, yeah, funny. such a guest appearance like Coach K. <laughs> so here's the thing. So there's a moment where she says, "I miss you." And he's like, oh, like you see the stars in his eyes. When yeah, Mark, when yeah, Mark yeah. Is. So he wants he wants her to like him, and I think yeah. he has feelings for her, right? But oh, absolutely, right. absolutely. Marcus has way more feelings for her, and she sees him as a friend, good sister, guy, like a brother sister a brother relationship. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's been he's been friend zoned, <laughs> as as that the phrase true. goes. That is correct. Uh, and then so the whole episode is the honeydew. So he's making that honeydew dessert. Yeah, which is end. weird because I'm like, why is this episode called the honeydew? And the last thing you see is that little ring. And I go, oh, that <laughs> must be the honeydew. It's like a little circle. And I assume that's honeydew. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. Because <laughs> we don't see the actual melon. Yeah, we it's just a, a, we see a round green. gelatinous <laughs> green ring. Oh, that's got to be honeydew. Okay. <laughs> oh, but he makes, he eats it. And he's like, man, he's impressed with he's the like, work. Oh, yeah, I got, like, I got it. <laughs> Cause he's like searing it off. It's like what? It's like a little smokiness charge yeah. to it. It's like oh, okay, it's a honeydew. A very very poignant episode. Yeah, definitely. And this is Marcus's. This is Marcus's episode. Great episode. Probably my favorite of the season. I got to tell you. I still don't know I, what's going on with the guy in the bicycle though. Somebody's got to explain <laughs> that. I think you're right. I think it happens to the, one of the uh, writers. The writers or directors. Uh, let's let's be a scene with Marcus. Uh, all right, here we go. Get, uh, kill them all. Oh, no, I mean, I'm sorry. Ride the lightning. Kill them all. Like, like, <laughs> wait a minute. Like, I'm not. I don't know much about Metallica. I gotta be honest with you. The only thing I know is probably for whom the bell tolls, fate to black, unforgiven, and then of course the mega hit Inter Sandman. 
Oh yeah, uh, the rock, the rock anthem. Is that a rock anthem? Would you say it's that the rock? It's been it's been used. Everybody, it's been used from college football bands. Yeah. it's an arena. It's like events. an arena rock. It's, it's song, an arena right? song. Yeah. Uh, what do we got? Let's do another pour. Oh, okay. I'm gonna need another pour uh, to get through this. <laughs> you know, I, I and I, yeah. The, the my overall impression of this album is I like the music. Like the guitar, even like the drum stuff with Lars, I still don't like the vocals on it. Wait, well, now you're going too far. Now you're going too far with Lars. <laughs> that's that's a little too far. <laughs> but the vo- the vocals, I almost feel like, I almost feel like, hey, we have a band, we're making music, we need a singer, and then everyone was like, not it, and then like James was like the default, uh, yeah. like the default singer. Yeah, gosh, they actually they were gonna. Oh my gosh. So for this album, it's a little backstory, if I'm not mistaken. For this album, after Kill 'Em All, they didn't have anybody. It was just going to be like it was either going to be Dave Mustaine or because Dave Mustaine wound up becoming the singer of Megadeth. But apparently, they said, "Eh, we better use James for that." But on the second album, second album, if I'm not mistaken, they were going to use the singer for Armored Saint to be the singer because James said, "Like I can't play, I can't do two things at one time. Like I don't have two hands. Like I can't play guitar and and sing. So let's get the guy for Armored Saint." But then something happened, and they don't get the guy. So it's like the guy sing. Yeah, he's okay. I think uh, Mark's a fan of Armored Saint. I've never been a big fan of him, but eh, you know, it's kind of the, kind of in the same thing where they're like they're similar styles to hip. They're not really singers. They're not classically trained. Yeah, is uh, does Dave Mustaine sing on any of the first album or no? As far as I know, no. But I could be wrong though. I could be wrong. And I have to listen. I have to re-listen to the uh, the that Metal Masker number one that has the Metallica. Supposedly he sings in that, but I I don't I, I don't think he does. What do you got for a, a can over there? So I got the Sour Maker. More I more uh, IPAs. Uh, Hopefully what, you are you like anti your, uh, are you anti IPA over there or what's going no, on here? Just a lot of IPA, you know. <laughs> what's wrong with IPAs? So this is called Get Off My Lawn. None for you. No more for you. It's a hazy double IPA. Eight point two percent. It's hopped with Strata, Equinaut, Citra, Simcoe, and Galaxy. Ooh, only one that kind of throws me off is the Equinaut. Everything else, I all those other hops I do like. Uh, and this is Cellar Maker. We don't get this a lot, but for some reason, that Windsor they get they get <laughs> they get stuff. Uh oh, they get stuff. They're, hey, they're doing a homebrew class that I might attend in a couple of weeks. Shout out to uh, Windsor Homebrewing. Ooh, there's another one I could smell from about twelve inches away when I crack it. Yeah. The only one I'm not too sure about is that Galaxy Hop. I don't think I'm a fan of that one. I think we've talked about it in the show before. For me, it's when, the Equinox. I think that's. I think I believe that's New Zealand, if I'm not mistaken. Well, you can go when you go to the you know when you brew and you go to the the homebrew shops and they have all the hops there. You can smell the hops. I mean, you smell the pellets, and so it's true. But the, the Galaxy taste, one's been off off putting for me. The taste too is. Uh, I think I think taste is more important than smell. I mean, I, I mean, I, sp- I mean, we smell uh-huh. some really bad stuff. But it doesn't. But the taste will be different than the smell. Are you facing your Cicerone training here? <laughs> no, it's all about the smell that that forms the the category of. No, taste. I know that. I know that. But we've had beers that we smell them, and I go, "Oh, that smells kind of weird." Tasting what? Tasting it though, it it's like the sensation is different. Like, oh, wait a minute, that actually makes sense now. I'm revoking your uh, Cicerone certification. Like my level one, <laughs> like level one, taking that back. <laughs> level one. Oh. All right, here we go. A big hit of foam on this, by the way. Too much. Cheers. Rosette. 
Oh, wow. Oh, definitely a different, uh, it's more drier, like, like a drier, more hoppier. It's a subtle, it's a, actually to me, it's a little subtler, I think. No, definitely more drier, too. Like, Is it beating you over the head with the? I don't think it's more so hop for forward. It's more hop forward. Um, I'm really liking this. Also bitter too in the front end. You usually get the bit like the bittering at the end, but I'm getting it on the front. Very nice. Gosh, I really want to go to that uh, San Francisco Beer Week, but I'm afraid to go travel up north <laughs> with all well, the stuff I see on my Instagram. I'm afraid. Wait, traveling up north to uh, yeah, Oakland, Oakland, San Francisco. They're not safe places to go to these days. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Well. <laughs> I gotta take my uh, my my buddy Raul because I think he uh, is he strapped like I a... can't say I can't I can't say I, 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 I can neither confirm or deny oh, that I think you can have concealed weapons now right in California uh, no I, no I think it's harder it's actually harder no now. no no remember that Supreme Court supposedly thing it got knocked down, down but I believe uh, I believe Newsom re- like, like created a new law to like no strike he, it can't. Down. he can't he can't you can't you can't can't overdo the Supreme Court what's wrong with, not in this country what's wrong with him. <laughs> What's wrong with it? America has spoken? <laughs> I agree. Man. That's the way it goes. America has spoken. Uh, so yeah, I I like the sound of this album. I'm the vocals are are, are killing oh, me. I have a question for you because oh, because you mentioned because you you immediately mentioned that this was Kill 'Em All. Have you ever no. have you heard Kill 'Em no. All before? I've never heard oh. of Metallica. This, this is the first Metallica album I've ever heard. Oh, see, so, okay, so that makes sense. So to you, this is like raw. It sounds like James Hetfield sounds like some random guy, like Smoker, probably <laughs> singing. Where like, you listen to Kill 'Em All, and you're going to be even more shocked. You're going to be like, it's just like four kids like playing their <laughs> instruments in a, in a garage. Oh like, boy. You know, yeah, it's it's very raw. That's the reason why I liked it as a kid because it's super raw. It's huh. like it literally sounds like four kids, you know, in leather jackets, long-haired, you know, guys, and they're trying to be cool and they're playing these hard fast riffs, you know. In fact, it's it's just, it's more like speed speedier than this uh-huh. album actually has more um it's like refined, a, it's produced. Yeah, it's it's more refined. It's definitely more refined and they're actually they're starting to get more hooky in their songs. Yeah. The first yeah. one's a straight straight smash. I mean, the album's Kill 'em All and it has like a hammer with blood <laughs> on the cover. Like you can't have like a hammer and blood and like a <laughs> So the, so I, I've never, you know, again I've heard the individual songs. I think I might have even had Metallica Rock Band back in the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? I think so. I think so. They have like Battery on there cuz Battery is my oh, that's off geez. their third album, but I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's off know. of uh, Master I don't know, of but I think I, I think I'm re uh investing in those those uh those rock band instruments again Can you just do because that? Is that I mean like a, like a newer exi- version? Exi- it, no, no, just get the instruments from the old version, which I don't have anymore. Just rebuy oh. them. Why not just buy like why not have like a like a newer neo version, like an actual guitar, but like it's like hooked up to like Yeah, the, no, like, they have that. So called Rocksmith. Where you plug in a real guitar yeah. and you learn real songs. Yeah, that's I cool. ain't doing that. I tried doing Dude, that. That's like too much. That. Like, I, like I need four. I need four. For, I need four frets. I can't yeah, have like six. I have a Fender. I have a Fender around here somewhere. There you go. Yeah, no, I have a Fender um, a guitar, probably in Enrique's room. Uh, yeah, I. I can't play. You can't play the guitar. <laughs> you, can't, you can't. It's because of your wife. <laughs> I can't. I can't play the guitar. I can't. It's, my fingers are. I got small fingers too, so it's not like you need to have like Jack Skellington fingers to get your hands around the frets. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. around the neck of the guitar. You can. I mean, I'm assuming. Most I don't know, man. Guitar- I don't know. After seeing Mick Mars play with like with all his like diseases, <laughs> like uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Uh, all right, ride the lightning. This is 1984. 
1984. I think we were just coming out of years, uh, summer geez. vacation, I believe, in this game. <laughs> when this dropped, same thing like Kill 'Em All came out the same way. We were just coming out of the year prior. We were just coming out of summer vacation, and we we're doing that weird high school thing where you're picking your classes for the next semester. Um, and that's where I had first heard the album. Somebody else was playing it, and that's where I'm like, hey, who are you know? Oh, I know those guys. I, you know, I've heard them before. And they're like, hey, let's go get the album. I'm gonna go. I want to get this album. So I think I think this came out at that same time where like we're just coming out of the uh, the summer vacation when this came out. Um, the lyrics not they're not long songs. You know, no. first thing these are all these. I think they're most <laughs> all, most of these are written by Hetfield. I don't Hetfield's not the greatest uh, greatest no. lyricist writer no. of all time, no. but you know the, the songs are hooky. So that's you know, yeah. Don't 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 rely on the uh, on the on the lyrics. That's a bad thing. <laughs> So fight fire. What fire is the opening track on this? And it's a song I am familiar with. I have, have I do know what the song is. What, what do you know it from? Do you, do you remember? Or is no it idea. Probably the radio, like KMET, probably back oh, okay. in the day. I like this okay. little soft intro. I like the guitar work. Uh, that's like Kirk Hammett. What's his name? Kirk Hammett. That's yeah. He would he would replace. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine. I like the guitar work on it, man, and I like I like the sound of it. Look, nice soft intro. Like, hey. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're it's kind. Like, oh, we love you. Oh, like, what, what, do you, what do you call that? Oh, lick my love bone. <laughs> it's like we, we're, we're gonna sing about love. It's a song about love and yeah, it's uh, nice. harmony. Hey guys. <laughs> hey guys. Oh, like, no, also, like, it's F all you. angry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and then here we go. Yeah, see, that's good. It's hard. It's raw. There's Lars. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and then you Lars. hear the vocals. You're like, oh, no, boy. And, and, well, see, this is the other thing that I think the reason why we liked it, too. There's like bands like Slayer. Slayer, all the bands that, you know, these thrash bands that came at the time, none of them were really good singers. So, like, you, yeah. could, be, you could be the singer now. We can be, yeah. I can be the singer now. I don't have to worry about being Dio or, or like Geoff. I can be I can be James. Or, or Bruce Dickinson. Like, or I, Bruce, I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't be Bruce. I can be James. <laughs> The, that's it though the thing is like you hear this like oh yeah i could sing along with that i, I sound better than james absolutely <laughs> so but you're but you're saying he initially didn't want to be the lead singer is what you're no, saying no i think it. he did but for the second uh, album because he was playing guitar he wanted to be the guitar player so they wanted to bring in the uh the guy from armored saint to like hey take over the singing duties but for whatever reason he has to do it now and he's now he's now he is a de facto singer and and, and, I, and i gotta say this Metallica needs him as a singer because it makes them Metallica. Much like Megadeth needs Dave Mustaine as a singer, it makes them the band. Much like Queensryche needs uh, GF Tate. Without him, it's they're not they're not Queensryche. Um, yeah, very like the, there's like ten words in the whole song. <laughs> oh yeah, you, mean, you know these... the, you know what the song's about <laughs> nuclear war. It's about nuclear, po- you know, it's about nuclear most war. Of, most of these songs have about ten words to eat to each of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, ride the lightning. Look at that. I mean, the, look track. at the guitar work. The, it's good. I like that. Like, hey, it's good. Yeah, that's I'm actually in. Dave Mustaine. That's like, you mean, Dave, Dave Mustaine. Oh, is like, it really? Yeah, Dave Mustaine's Ride the Lightning. It's funny how James can't play the guitar and sing. He's doing just rhythms. He's doing rhythm guitar, right? Oh, yeah, He's yeah, not yeah, the yeah. lead guitarist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, Cl- Clive, Clive, Cliff Burton, Clive Burton guy, he was like a popular guy back in the day. Everybody wanted to be him. Like, you know, like those Randy Rhodes. And oh, it was yeah. like Cliff Burton. They were like, "Oh, if those guys ever leave the band, they're gonna start sucking." That's like that was the whole thing of like their like the their motto. Like, like what you know? Of course, they all have tra- they both had tragic endings. So it's like you know when they're gone, oh, these guys suck now. This is about the an ele- the electric chair. 
when they're yeah. looking for lurks. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to. It's supposed to be like. It's kind of a weird because you don't know if it's like pro or anti. Because you assume the guy's uh, innocent. He's dying on going to get the chair, but we don't know that though. We don't really know the backstory. And they, also they, the also ride the lightings from the stand. That's like the. Uh, it was used in the Stephen King's stand. So this, but this isn't their a political statement on the anti-death penalty, right? They're not. Th- they're not well, see, deep. no, no, they're not yeah, thinking about it. it. They're not thinking about that much. I'm but thinking. they're definitely becoming more like uh, socially aware at this, really? at this period. Yeah, they definitely huh. are becoming more socially aware. But you're right, though. You don't know if the guy that's on death row that's about to ride the lightning is guilty or innocent. He's telling you he might be. He like, oh, like I'm getting a, like I'm getting a, a unfair shake. But do we know that he killed? He did not kill people. We don't really know that in the song. Is Mark a big fan of Metallica? I think he is. I think okay. yeah, I think he is. Uh, from whom the bell tolls, which we just heard a, a version of it. Yeah, which are which is of course this is their big song off the album. And is this based on the uh, the Hemingway? Is no, it, actually, it's not a Hemingway novel. No, this no. For whom the bell tolls is like based like on the Spanish Civil War, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but it's from it's from it's in a Hemingway novel. Oh, I assume is it a, it's a novel by someone, no? It might be, but the the actual the lyrics the lyrics of the the song are based like on the, the Spanish Civil War, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, for whom the bell tolls, novel by Ernest Hemingway, uh, which is about the Sp- Spanish Civil War. There you go, right there. Oh, my bad, my bad. There you go. No, but you're right. It's about Spanish Civil War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, probably one of their top great, yeah, great, hits. yeah. Well, but the reason why Metallica was big, man, I would say they're arguably bigger than Slayer at the time when they could, you know. They were far more hookier than Slayer. They're, is that, their honey, is that Huntington really... Park Slayer? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wasn't this so recorded weird. like in Gardena? So this weird. is actually recorded like they were living in Gardena. Like, uh, like, uh, so it's like, yeah. everybody's from here. These are all like LA bands. See, I like it. And then when he starts singing, then I'm like, oh, man. I want to hear Jeff. I want to hear Jeff Tate. still alive. No, see, that's the problem. See, see, that's, that's kind of, that's, that, that's the way Mark is, too. Mark's like, Mark's a big fan of, like, the more operatic singer, the uh, traditional uh, yeah. opera trained or, what is that, the, theatrically trained? Yeah. See, but honestly, as a kid, I like it, too. Obviously, I like Dio. I like GFT. And I like those, you know, those, those high falsetto singers. But I did, I like this because at the time I was getting the punk. And it was like, oh, that's gonna be me singing the song. It's like right. I get it. Like I, I no longer have to try, you know, to like to to sing like I'm in the Bee Gees. I, you know, I can do this. It sounds good. This yeah, top five. This is like a, if we did a top ten Metallica, this would be a top five song probably. Oh, absolutely, I, yeah, yeah. Number one it's, being, of course, that Inner Sandman song because I think that's that that was like the epitome of their poppy, right? The, like yeah. a pop rock song would be the uh, Inner uh, Sandman. Off this album, this but this is my second favorite song off the album. Yeah, you see, even you know, but even they know the limitations of James because we're halfway through the song and he's barely singing now. Yeah, it, but it's like we're gonna see, rock out. The, for, like for I said, 40% though, you gotta remember the song. Thrash was like like punk, where it wasn't meant to be. Like you know, it's like. The singing's not the important part. It's like the hook and just like the yeah. beat and, and riling up all like the kids. All the kids are going to be like in the pit slamming at the, and then it ultimately became moshing. So it's, yeah. they're all going to be doing that. They're getting riled up and they're, you know, oh yeah, you know. Uh, Fate to Black, which is another classic. This 10. is my this is my favorite song. On, this is my favorite song on the album. Which it's is like weird suicide. Is, it's about suicide, right? Oh, absolutely. And depression. A, <laughs> and it's a and it's a power ballad. It's like a power. It's like it's like. Well, so you like, like guitar is, work. Is this Dave or now? No, no, it's not Dave. This is, I believe, this is, I believe, this is, uh, uh, what's his face? Hammett. This is good. I love the, I love the guitar work on this. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. really good. And of course, uh, uh, A-Pop did a, did their version, <laughs> the dance version. 
That's good. I, I, I want to do like a what if if what, how does what's the, uh, again? I'm not a big uh, Megadeth fan either. How, how does Dave Dave sings and all that stuff? No or no? Megadeth? Is he the lead singer of Megadeth? He's, he's yeah. He, what's his band? So he like can he, sing, much, can he yeah, sing? He's like the singer and like guitar player. Yeah, but look at Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. He didn't sing. That's true. Rich, that's what well, I think. Richie knew his limitations. <laughs> These because and it's because of the genre. It's a, it's not his like you know, the guys that he was surrounded by, surrounded by uh, Dio, Ian Gill, and all those guys. They all they were all classically trained singers. Uh, most of them were not obviously not Dio because we don't, still don't know where Dio's training came from. His singing, it, it's like he just like knew the it trumpet, the trumpet, like the trumpet. Yeah, the trumpet. Yeah, they never talk. Dio never talks about like he was never classically trained, even though his voice is yeah. like a great theatrical voice. No, but some of that stuff's just genetics, right? I mean, I think his, I, I think his I, dad yeah. was a was a was a singer, or his mom was a singer, or something yeah, like that. You, when, you, when you have a family of of musicians, you, then it's yeah, just but like you a still know thing. you still have to know how to use your voice. It's going to burn out after a while, even if you like, you know, it's uh, Vince Neil's a good example of a guy who tries oh to pretend that he was, you know, oh, like hey, look, I could do the falsetto, and now you, now the guy can't sing. You know, guy can or barely. Axel Axel Rose is another Axel, example. Axel is another good example. Yeah. And unfortunately, Rob Halford is another example of that because. Is he really? uh, well, we saw him is... in con- I saw him in concert a few years ago. Oh, he, he, he can't handle really? those high notes anymore. Really? No, yeah. Heck no! I, everything, all, all the live stuff I see now, it's he sounds like him. So I'm wondering, is it digital? Is it digital now? No, or they, now, when I went to go see, we, me and Enrique went to go see him probably about probably pre-COVID time. I'm thinking so maybe oh, four or five years shoot. ago. That like free wheel, he's like he's just holding the microphone out to the crowd. Like I'm not doing that. Like you guys can do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not doing that oh, stuff. You kidding me? That's funny. Uh, like like what's the uh, the uh, wait? Speaking Jack of free wheel the, burning, like, that just like Jack that the just, Ripper. Like in in like you guys have to sing this. <laughs> in, yeah, no, I'm for a shot. Like he's not like, doing that. He can't. Oh yeah, shot. <laughs> London Towns. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put that Unleash in the East album on later on. It's a great album. It's a great <laughs> album. When did we hear that? Come I think good. you gave me that uh, vinyl. If I'm not really? mistaken, I think oh, so. Okay. I don't know how. I don't know how you got a hold of it, but I think you gave me that vinyl. Yeah, I had that back in the day. That was like a, that was like yeah. When you wanted all of like those old classic like uh, Priest albums, that was like that was the go to. That was that's probably I would say it's my top three live albums of all time. Still number one. Still the score. Really. Cause that's still that's, that's like a that's like a, it's like an EP, right? It doesn't have that many songs no. on it. No, no, it's not an EP. It's a, it's 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 a. Yeah, you're right. It's not a, it's not a it's not a double it's not a double album, but it's still it's still got like a full ten tracks or so on it. It's not it's not an EP. What were you saying about uh, Free Will Burning? Oh, Free Will Burning. Uh, gosh, no, I was actually thinking that this is the anniversary of Judas yeah. Priest, Defender of the Faith. Album, yeah, which is not a bad. You know, I was, just, I was just trying to think about this. It's not screaming for vengeance. Screaming for vengeance is like that one Classic. that really put them there. It's yeah. so it's it would be their Defenders of Fate would be their last good album that they put out, at least in my opinion. Uh, let's see. So this that's so this concludes side like side one, like side one. Metallica. And then side two, I don't know, man. It's kind of like when you feel like, you know, I wonder what goes on with the with marketing and producers about how what they're going to put on, you know, back in the vinyl days or the cassette days. Like, what do you oh, yeah. put on side one and what do you put on side two? You want to start off strong, but don't you want to kind of intersperse like your your like this first side I, is a, a pretty I darn think, good side. I think you said it. I think you said it correct though, because like in vinyl, 
on vinyl, you have to flip stuff. I think them. I think they feel that most people are gonna just like pass out on the first side. So it's like, it's like, hey, they're not gonna get up to turn out. Like they're probably high or drunk, and they're only gonna get to like side one. So you put all your good stuff on side one. Uh, trapped in the ice. Is this kind of like you're 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 stagnant? You're stuck in your life. Is that what that is? Is that what it's is? It a metaphor for like? I see, I, so. I I I assume he's being uh, literally talking like, about like being trapped. <laughs> it's like it's like Lar. It's like James and Lars are like out like skiing and like they get trapped. Like they like Aval- they, they get stuck Aval- out in the snow. <laughs> yeah, it's not even though it's not even that though. They're just out like in the snow somewhere. There's a video going. You know, you know, it's so weird. I look at all these clips on the internet, and you you don't know what's real and what's fake now because of access Ooh. to digital Ooh. editing software. Yeah. Um. So there's one that's going on right now where you see this girl saying it's so cold, and she has a like a pitcher of water, and she pours oh, like a spiral, yeah. and it's a spiral of ice, and then and then she shows, oh yeah, it's fake. Here's how I did it. She shows you all Ooh, the editing stuff with that's it. cool. So that's cool though. So she's actually showing you the exposing the yeah, uh, but it's you want you want to think that it's real. So 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 there's one I, speaking of the ski oh. accident. There's one going. There's one that's been going around with a guy skiing, and he has one of the GoPros, which. I, it makes sense. Everyone that's a, like yeah. on a bicycle or motorcycle or skier is going to have a GoPro on, right? Right. So he's skiing, and then I guess he falls into a crevice, a, crev- a crevasse, oh, and like he's literally falling like 50 feet in this crevasse, and like he finally wedges himself in. I don't know how the heck he gets out, but I'm wondering if that's real or not. Oh, it might and be fake. It's a, it might, everything's, fake. I'm assuming everything's fake on the internet nowadays. Yeah, yeah. That's. I keep seeing these like Miami alien videos that keep popping what? up. It's like and it, it's a, the weird what? thing about it, the alien looks like alien. It looks like an like, <laughs> like, like a the xenomorph. I'm like, wait a minute, this is all fake. What? The weird That's thing about real. that though is like they're almost out of focus. We have all these like you got the uh, the the Samsung G twenty four or whatever. Yeah. Like ultra like like one like one hundred thousand <laughs> mega one billion megapixels and the, it's almost <laughs> like blurry footage of these aliens. That, that stuff flies in the seventies and maybe the early absolutely eighty five. Everything yeah, is eight millimeter focus. was perfect for that. You can't do that nowadays with no. the technology. No, there's no way you can have a, a, a blurry video and try yeah. to pass Any it off Any blurry as real. video of ghosts, aliens, <laughs> it's fake. You might oh, as well go shoot. AI now because it's just, it's either fake or it's going to be AI. What are we doing? How many beers have we gone through so far? Four? Oh, five so far. No. Yeah, four cans and one one jar. Is that true? That is correct. Like like uh, Like I'm exceeding my limit. Like li- limits exceeded, limits exceeded. I don't think that's true. I think it's we're at four. No, four plus jar. All right. Never mind. I was going to say, let's pop it one more, but we, we like like limits exceeded. <laughs> I do small pours. I don't know what you're doing over there. No, small I, pours I, too. Small I literally pours. do about three. Yeah. When we were doing the show early on, we I used to get like like super inebriated and intoxicated and then we get yeah. sloppy during the last hour. I'm, I'm like doing like two, three ounces per uh, pour now. So yeah, yeah. And then, then I drink everything afterwards. Oh, absolutely. That's what I do too. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Like, uh, well, then we could do five. Then should we pop one more? No, I, I, I try to keep it to four. I, I, mean, I told you this before. Like, I wanted to reduce it to like four beers, like per per podcast, and then we do the. I give one, you extra beers, one. I guess. Then right. You gave me one. We well, gave me one for Monday and one extra, which yeah, is which is a duplicate go. can of the uh, three times three. Oh, there you go. Alrighty. Um, let's see. Trapped under ice. Escape. 
Oh yeah, Escape is our much much maligned, uh, probably one of their more hated songs. Why? And I'm not really sure why, but apparently this is like their journey song. <laughs> this is like their this is like their stadium oh, anthem. It does sound like Journey. But well, well it, I don't. Love will find you. I don't think it's this part. I think it's the chorus, it's which I ways. like. It's well, separate well, ways. <laughs> it's the chorus. So listen to the chorus of this. I like the chorus, but people hate this chorus. I like the chorus. You know what? I gotta say something kind of weird, and I'm not sure. I gotta go back to Kurt Cobain's uh, and Dave Grohl stuff. I hear a lot of Nirvana in this. I'm assuming Nirvana were big fans of Metallica early on. Possible. It's possible. Or, hear- or it's possible. I hear a lot of like uh, Nirvana stuff in this, and obviously this predates Nirvana by a good ten years. So I'm I know Nirvana were big fans of the band Wire. So, uh, I'm sorry, the Wipers. So that's so I, there's a lot of when I hear the Wipers, that's where I hear Nirvana. So you say this part here? Like this is like their everybody hates this part. I like it though. It's like a happier. Like this is their like journey. <laughs> This is like a schizophrenia. This is what the song's about. I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. Nobody knows what this is about. Like, I, I think the whole journey thing comes from the name. It's called Escape. So they're like, oh, it's journey. It's like journey escape. <laughs> no, that's yeah. simple. Like, uh, everybody hates this song. I like it though. So it's like, and here's here's your uh, free my people. Oh uh, yeah, this Moses. Would, yeah. <laughs> this would this would be my sec. This would be my. This is probably the third third favorite song of the album. Fade to black for whom the bell tolls and then creeping death. Again, sounds good. You see, they're trying to get influences from like literature and religion and history. The early, oh on. yeah, yeah is, that, yeah, is that a theme they take throughout throughout their their as career? As, gosh, man, that's a good question. I'm not really sure. This one, this one definitely shows it more. It's like, wait a minute, they, uh, are they copying like Iron Maiden now? They're, they're doing well, like a. And, and we know Iron Maiden tends to go with history and literature. We know yeah, Dio yeah. goes with fantasy theme. So like every, you know, some bands have that, like that's their niche. That's what their source material. It, does Metallica do that too or no? I, as far as I know, I'm not really sure. I mean, I mean you know, I, I would oh, have to look at the lyrics as, again. Especially the last song. <laughs> well, that definitely, well, don't forget, that's also, that's another, uh, 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 a Mustaine song too, so. Oh. So this is a, a again like a Moses deliver free my people. It's, it's a ten command. It's a ten commandment. It's basically. <laughs> well, we're yeah. Charlton Heston. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny because I'm I'm imagining like Dave Mustaine watch. He's he has to watch the movie. So like, so, oh, I gotta write a song about this now. Oh, I can see like a robe and like a staff. <laughs> Like a, oh, oh, the creepy! Because he even mentions like the mist, like the it's because he mentions it like in the movie sense where it's like a mist. It's like coming to get like and even, mm-hmm. even like putting the blood on the doors and like wait, it man, is, I think he's watching the movie. You're right because he even says he even says so shall it be written so shall yeah, it be so, done. So that's, it, that's the Pharaoh. That's and you know Yul he's Brenner. saying that that's like Yul Brenner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let it so let it be written so shall it be done. <laughs> that's Yul Brenner. What the heck? Great yeah. role. Great great movie. Uh, and then the last one, of course, the Call of Cthulhu. I, I would say this is the one throw. To me, this is the throwaway track. It's obviously it's instrumental. So this is like so when you get to this part, like where I'm, we're, I'm done with the album, we're putting on like the next. We're going on with another another album. So it it it, it kind of begs the question, and we think we talk about this when we do the albums. Are what are do instrumental serve a purpose besides filler? Uh, to me, it's filler, and but every once in a while. That can be changed, like when they do the live versions and they have like singing in there. Like I said, like one of the best uh, examples is the uh, the uh, oh, Rainbow, yeah. that yeah, Rainbow you song. You talked about that. Yeah, yeah, where where Deal sings in it, and it's like, wait a minute, the album. 
that's a song that we just, I just completely like. Oh, turn it's time time to put on another Rainbow album. Yeah, but the live version winds up being completely different. Now it's like a great song. Now it deals now like his voice is <laughs> like no 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 no. It's like oh wow. It's like this is like so. This is a song that probably would have benefited from some singing in there, maybe. No, not not James though. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, James is the only one. Hey, nobody else except for James. Ain't nobody no. else coming to save him. It's James like and guest, James. guest, 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 especially his appearance. Dio, like uh, heck, heck, heck. Even even the Scorpions even had uh, Claus Mine doesn't sing all the songs for the Scorpions. Back in the day, they had the uh, the guitar player would also sing, and he's uh, he was a terrible singer. So it was like not James. So the, James is like, I, gosh, maybe it's like an eagle thing. It's, Maybe he was like, maybe, you know, I mean, we do find out that Metallica is a big ego band. And ultimately, maybe, maybe as much as, I, you know, I say that Armored Saint guy was supposed to sing, but maybe James is like, hey, it's my, my voice, Metallica. <laughs> my band, my voice. My my, my, yeah, my band, my, my voice. People know this band because of my voice. Well, it makes you think about like, hey, what are, you know, what are great instrumental songs? I, I, I don't know if I remember. Yeah. I got to think about that. The, yeah. the one that comes to my mind that I took notes on, like YYZ. I love that I was song. just going to say that. I just <laughs> saw that video. I just saw that. I just saw like they made like a mo- like a modern video of that. I don't know if you saw it. Really? It's like a, it's, yeah, it's, it's like an animated video. I have what? no idea what's going on in this video. And it's like, it's like, it, it, there's like, they have, they have the one moving pictures scene though, where they show like the pictures being moved and they're in the woman's crying. And I'm like, oh, it's a triple entendre. They're doing it like in the, in the, in the uh, animation. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I think YYZ is good because it showcases everybody's ability doom, to doom, play. Doom, the, doom, everyone doom, doom. gets their absolutely. own piece of it. Great absolutely. song. Absolutely. Yeah. We should take a look at instrumental songs and see. Uh, like what, the greatest what? like rock instrumentals. Oh, and then we always talk, we also talk about like, what's the, what. If you're gonna end the album, can we do can we do Layla Part Two like? Start <laughs> <laughs> whacking everybody. Uh, we start talking about like, hey, I think we've talked about this in the show. Like your final your final cut on your album, what is it gonna be? I think we we even talked about like doing like, hey, oh, top yeah. final cuts on albums. Yeah, that's right. And I think yeah, uh, yeah. what what's the uh, what's the uh, number of the beast? It's the 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 big song. Hollow be thy name. I think is the la- the final Wait, cut. Hollow be thy name. Is it is Isn't it a final it? track? I think so. No, that's like is it side two? Like like this yeah, is side it's two. It's the final cut. I think no. On side two, I I think you so. Might, no. You might be right because I think it is backwards. You would think that I think you're right because Run to the Hills is like the on the uh, wait. I think you're right actually. I hope I'm right. Sure. Remember the beast. <laughs> Run to the hills. Track the Oh no, I think I'm wrong. Let's okay. See. I know. I know. I know. A few albums are backwards. Oh, where like side two is actually better than side one. Um. Well, that's the whole thing. With, oh, that's the song. That's the whole thing with the um. What's the one? What's the one that they want that they wish they hadn't released on that album? Like, is it Ganglands? Ganglands. Down. No like, why, like, why do we put that? Like, why do we put <laughs> that on there? That sounds like the Escape from Metallica. Like, why is that on there? Like, I hate that song. Why can't? Oh, the album. Here we go. Track listing. Yeah, how will be the name? Okay, I'm right. Invaders, Children of the Dam, The Prisoner, Twenty Two Acacia Avenue. Uh, yeah, I think we said I think we said side two is almost perfect, with except for Gangland, Gangland, because it's Number of the Beast, Run to the Hills, Gangland, and Hell will be the name. Oh yes, yes, yes. So we talked yeah, so about side, like, so ty- side two was a superior side. Yeah. So we talk about like what should be the final track, and does it does it does it matter? Like, is it do you want something? Do you want to end like super strong, or do you? Absolutely, like, hey. absolutely. You absolutely do. You want to start off strong, 
and you want to intro, you want to start with your first two songs should be really strong. And then it kind of, yeah, you kind of mess around in the middle, but that final, you're right. That final track should be super strong. Unless you're like, let's say, let's say soon people just are going to fade away at this yeah. point. Like, eh, they don't care anymore. They're done. Uh, so yeah. So, th- so the, the Cthulhu song is kind of a, th- you're right. It's a throwaway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though, so, even though I think it's, I think it's, it's a popular song. People do like it. The instrumental. I, I, yeah. At that point in the album, I'm like, yeah, but, you know, put on some Slayer now. Put on something as a kid. This is me saying like, hey, throw on something else now. You know, throw, throw on something. It's, it's time to move on. So I pulled up some Armored Saint. What's one of their bigger songs? Yeah, you might can want you, to go to some of their older stuff. We got Can the, You Deliver, March of the Saints, Rain of Fire. March of the Saints, like one of their big ones. Yeah, that's like. Okay, their, let's like, play. Let me hear this guy. This sounds like. Marcus, I think he saw him in concert. Sounds like is this the Star Spangled Banner? Sounds like a like a. <laughs> oh wait a minute, this might be just being. Let's get some lyrics here. Let me fast forward. This might be it. Yeah, this might be it. Here we go. It kind of sounds like James. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, they're all in that same, like, they were all, like, in that same category. Robert Saint, uh, Testament, Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax. They were all, like, in that same, like, like level. They weren't, they weren't like, like, classically trained singers. Yeah, he kind of sounds like James. Right? Well, that's probably why they're whining, too. Oh, see, but he has the, he has the, uh, the speed metal falsetto. He definitely has more range than uh, than uh, James. I almost feel like on the on the uh, on the Right the Lightning album, they're kind of trying to mask his voice and his vocal <laughs> abilities. <laughs> like it's like that deal. Like what was like live evil? Like uh, we're gonna like, <laughs> they're trying to like lower the instruments. <laughs> like they're taking the, like hey, the, like we're gonna come in and re like at remix nighttime it. we're gonna like lower like we're gonna remix it. Oh. Yeah, I almost like, Richie, like they're trying Richie's to cover Richie's up. being uh, yeah, we're, we're lowering Richie's guitar playing. Oh shoot, it's oh, funny. All right, so uh, that's uh, Metallica for today. Uh, so I, I sent you a screenshot yesterday of Morrissey performing oh, yeah. in concert next weekend. Yeah. For he's going to perform the entire "You Are the Quarry" album Man. for the twentieth anniversary. Has that been twenty years? I I remember Gosh. listening to that with Tony in the backyard. Like, if it seems like it was only like like yesterday. <laughs> It was only yesterday. Nope, we're old. <laughs> yeah, that was twenty years ago. But it's over. You're, you're, we're old people. It released two thousand four. Jeez, man, it seems like it was two thousand fourteen. <laughs> not the. Uh, but it has. Let me see. Um, great, great America, album. Great album. America. Uh, the I, home I, of the hamburger. I, like, like, you take your hamburger. Like, you fat slob. Like, what yeah. Is it? <laughs> Yeah. But it, like, yeah. I love you. It's, it's kind of a weird well, that's a, well, that's Well, the reason why <laughs> we like you is like, wait a minute. All of a sudden, like, he turns, like, in the end. <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> I hate everything you stand for, but I love you for I, some I love reason. you. Like, you, you like, yeah. Uh, Irish Blood, uh, English Heart. Great, great song. song. Great song. And and what probably was, I think, might have been number one or two in my top ten Morrissey when we did it. I Have Forgiven Jesus. Great Come song. On. That's great a beautiful song. Come back to Camden. I'm not sorry. The world is full of crashing bores. How can anybody f- possibly feel how I feel? First of the gang to die, which is a big oh, one. Oh, great song. Yeah. And he, th- he still does that. He does that a lot, yeah. right? Yeah. Let me kiss you. All the lazy dykes. I'm sure there's a pun in there somewhere. That's a double entendre, perhaps, in that one. 
I like you and you couldn't, you know, I couldn't last. And then there's like so, a bunch of like other like tracks, the like bonus mm-hmm. tracks that were in there. Mm-hmm. I, I was like trying to stick with like the main stuff. Like, like what, what are these bonus tracks? I'm not sure what that means. Uh, and I'm looking at the bonus tracks. I'm not, nothing really kind of stands out for me on this, yeah. uh, on this album, but so he's the gonna album per- prime. He's going to, he's going to perform that in its entirety next weekend. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, I, it's a good album. I mean, like I said, when that album came out, that made up for that other album, that Valhoxel Va- <laughs> and I album. Wait a second. That has, uh, doesn't have Speedway at the end? I love Voxel. Speedway on that album? I love but, Speedway. That's, yeah, that's yeah, but that's, that's, a, that's an album that was kind of like, that's like, after when that album came out, it's like people were like, oh yeah, Morrissey's done. How like, dare so, like, you? Like how Va- Va- Hoxel and I, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> How dare you? That, I think that has Speedway on it. <laughs> probably does. It's probably the only, probably the only good song on there. I mean, I mean, Ooh. you know, I mean, you like, I mean, obviously Morrissey does good stuff, but some of his stuff is more catchier than other stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think so. Here's the thing. I think Morrissey's probably now canceled, and so they're they're doing it. He's always one. canceled. Like, yeah, but, <laughs> but even more so now, I guess he hasn't sold out, which he normally doesn't. They're doing a two for one ticket sale. So you know Ooh. it's you know it's bad you know it can't be good. Um, okay. but my kid, my, I'm trying to get my kids to go with me. No one wants to go. With me. <laughs> it's canceled, Dad. I'm gonna I'm not gonna see that. Yeah. Again. So I'm, I'm assuming you're not. You don't want to go. Nah, like I need. Yeah. To, I well, need I'm not to gonna go. see anybody play. So I mean, yeah. I need to go. I need. I might have to go with myself. It's a, that's like uh like uh like I will I will never marry like <laughs> I'm writing this to say oh, I might go with myself. Say. I, mean, I should like. You, but no. I should do like a ticket giveaway on Beefon and force someone in the coast. For for someone. For someone. For someone. Yeah, be a Morrissey ticket giveaway, like a raffle off. Like, but you have to go with me. Wait, hey, wait, wait. Where's that going to be at? Is that the? It's uh, at the uh, the ball. I say Honda Center, but I think it's. Is oh. it the Honda Center still? See, see, because if it's at the uh, amphitheater, you could be like, hey, like, like craft beer. Like, I'm gonna have like, I'm gonna be like oh. loaded with craft beer. Oh, no, 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 no. Noble's right next door. So I'll oh, be like, okay. hey, I'm going to park at Noble, have some pours of naughty oh. sauce, and then walk over to the venue. Naughty sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know at the, at the uh, what's, what's the outdoor? Hollywood, is the Hollywood Bowl, that's the outdoor one? The uh, amphitheater? Yes, what's yes, it? where you bring your own You drinks. can bring your own stuff. That's the best, though, because you could be like, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be pulling out some bottles. We can, we can, we can uh, partake in. Uh, let me do a very quick pause, and then we can uh, wrap the show up. Are we gonna do this for next uh, weekend? Yeah, sure. Twentieth anniversary. Since yep. I can't since I can't get anyone to go with me to the concert. <laughs> Come on, that's a great song. I'm sure you love this song, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Right up well, your when, alley. This album, when this album came out, like I said, when Tony, I think I was actually listening. I don't even know why I got this album. I might I might have been having I might have been using like a an MP3 service at the time that had like you can get like various various albums. And I grabbed it off there, and I played it for Tony because I remember, you know, I, and Tony was like, "Yeah, this is actually good." Like Morrissey just pissing off everybody. <laughs> he's not one to care about. Uh, no, no, he's the. Uh, yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So, Kitchen Confidential. You think you're you're gonna be ready to go for next weekend? Absolutely, absolutely. Because I I've just been reading it, just like just like casually, and I also uh-huh. picked up that Invincible uh, uh, Part oh, Two on the thing. Hey. 
Oh yeah, lot, lot lots of shocking content. Oh there. gosh, don't yeah. don't ruin lots you. Of even, you sent me a screenshot. You ruined something. <laughs> What's wrong with you? But you know, like, they was... change. They definitely change stuff though. They def the TV series. Like I said, it's like the alternate alternate. Why invention. would you do that? You just ruined. Well, oh, I was gonna damn... send you more. So I was gonna send I you watching, more shocking. I ain't content. watching it anymore now. I'm sending you more <laughs> shocking content. I'm not watching it. I, I just I give up. I'm not, you you spoiled it for me. I'm not watching it. Anymore. It's so weird that they stop stop showing the episodes. So it's like what like what happened? Like you got you got. I'll tell you what. Uh, issue number sixty, I believe it is. Oh boy, if they actually do that, like you know, animate that, that's gonna be crazy. Uh, so you'll be you'll be ready for uh, Anthony Bourdain next oh, uh, yeah. Saturday. Um, we'll do uh, you are the quarry for the twentieth anniversary for the Morrissey album. Probably oh 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 Mission Impossible is going to drop. So we do oh, now. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah I'm up for that. <laughs> Dun, like like Mission Impossible, not part one. Like Mission Impossible. Is he going like, to How many times is he going to scream in this uh, in this uh, movie? You think? <laughs> yeah. The the weird thing about it is like because it's like. So I assume they're not making a part two to this, right? This is just a standalone movie now. I don't know. Oh, so that's what they're doing? Is, yeah, because they, yeah, they, they removed the like part one. It's just the Mission Impossible, whatever it was called, it's just that now, as opposed to like so and so, you know, Mission Impossible, so and so, part one. The part one's been dropped. There's no part. It's like so now it's just like, God darn, it's over. I enjoy those movies. I have no idea what's going on. I can't remember no one idea. plot. <laughs> yeah, no idea. Zero. Yeah, all I remember, all I remember even, even remembering the movies. You're right. You enjoy them, but you have no idea. All I remember is that one scene where he just like falls down into like the, the pit. He's hanging there. <laughs> Dude, you know that's funny because I was gonna say the same thing. That's from part one. So like, part you know, one. Like, uh, yeah, he's, he's like hang, he's like dangling on the uh, like. How the, many? How many of those things have they done? Like eight or nine? Yeah. He's been doing it for a while. So we'll do that for next weekend. Monday we got Reacher and Blue Eye. Have you uh, have you seen the 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 Reacher? I have last not episode? seen. I've I saw I Reacher. Know, I have not seen Blue. I have not seen the finale yeah, of you. Blue Eye Samurai. I look forward we, to that. Have I have you seen, seen. It was it was the finale of Reacher satisfying or no? No comment. Like I have no. Oh, like, no I, like I shall have. Did, like I shall not comment. Don't do that. Did, did you like it yesterday? No. I'll tell you right now. Remember I said. Remember I said earlier in the show. Oh no! Don't wait, 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 wait. Stop! Stop! <laughs> like, don't, like don't like. Okay, don't ruin it. Uh, if if Dix dies, I'm gonna be mad at you. You just ruin. You just ruined the show for me. <laughs> oh, I asked. And right. I, I, I believe that right. was released early too, like on Thursday. I think that's I told what you're you were saying. Like, yeah, I was like, it was early Thursday too. That's what you were saying. Uh, they already have the book picked out for season three, so you know it's a series of books. So they they know which book they're gonna base season three on already. I thought it was so, yeah, one book. Back. I thought it was one book with stories in it, and they're just no. going from there. No, there are multiple books, and so they they um, picked the uh, the book for uh, uh, season three. So he, he will be back, topless, I'm sure. Uh, and then Blue Eye Samurai, we got to finish up. Uh, True Detective, you've been watching. You know, I, I saw the first, I saw the first like ten or twenty. It looks good. It's good. It's very engaging. There's a little backstory in there that kind of like drags out though. The whole like when they're introducing the Matthew McConaughey and the uh, yeah. Harrelson characters and they're like, oh, this guy. You're not really quite sure what's going on in the beginning because they're right. older when they're when they're doing the interviews, right? And they're kind of, especially Matthew McConaughey's like a disheveled guy at this yes. point. So it's like, oh, something happened. Like he's now he's now he's a crackhead now, and like <laughs> like this case yeah. broke him. It, it's funny because the kids said that, but he could be working undercover. Undercover. Though. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's the other thing too. But the weird thing about it is when they're interviewing him. When they interview Woody Harrelson, he's like the top guy now, but he's yeah. like his is like a video footage 
So it's like, oh, I, his is like, his looks like he's guilty of something. But Woody's like doing <laughs> a TV show. He's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, wait a minute. What's going on here? So you didn't get through the whole episode. No, I'm about, like I said, about probably 10 or 20 minutes in. I I, I got you the first ritual, ritualistic killing, which I do, which I, oh, you know, right. like, oh, yeah, I right, up your, right up your alley, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, pagan, it looks like Blair paganism. Witch, like a Blair Witch killer. <laughs> pagan uh, sacrifice. Exactly. I said, oh, yeah, Nordic <laughs> paganism, yeah. Oh, right up your alley. So if, if you watch the first episode, maybe we'll do a review for that one, too. All right. Yeah, that, and that's I, why I was like, that. well, that's why I'd asked you, too, if we're going to do a review. That's why I said, like, you're taking notes on it. So. I didn't take notes on it, but I can watch it and go back, go back and take notes on it. No problem. Yeah, and I was taking, and I am taking notes on the. On okay. Uh, UFC on pretty soon. Yeah, I believe uh, one hour from now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you know the. I don't know if I'm going to buy it. It's not the cards. It's not a that weak impressive. card. It, it's a week. There's really only one fight. On, maybe two fights. They got the uh, Magnies on there. I like Magny, and really the main event uh, with with the Strickland, the 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 the, under, the second fight under him, the the Rachel, what's her face? Uh, I am out of it. Yeah, I am not. I don't like her. It's, why is she the number two? Fight? It's not even a title card either. It's not even a title fight. It's a weak, weak yeah. fight. It's. I don't even know why that's on. Am there. I paying seven, eight bucks for uh, Strickland versus Duplessis or whatever? His yeah, name is? yeah, exactly. So, and I'm assuming know. that Duplessis guy's gonna mop him, but then who knows what the heck happened he, last time with Strickland and Adesanya? Well, Strickland's won his last. He, he's not. You know, he's no pushover either, and he is the champion. So we'll see. Did you ever see that footage of him with that one dude and uh, one dude in the gym where that dude's throwing a, a submission and almost broke his arm and then Instruction's all upset about it? No. No, you never seen that footage? No, the it, only footage I seen of him was with the car they trying to rob him and he's with the, the gun. gun. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, don't F with me. Uh, all right. Like, so I, like, like I won't beat you, I'll shoot you. It looks like we got our episode for Monday and then our episode for uh, Saturday. Oh, then the uh, Oscar noms oh. are coming out. Maybe we should do maybe we should do an extra show for that. Oh. The twenty third on Tuesday. Oh. The Oscar noms come out. So you better have a beer because we've got to review the Oscar. I don't think noms. I have any more beers. I got two beers. I just gave you four Bevon beers and then give it an extra three times three. You have some there. <laughs> I got I got a duplicate and I got the Monday beer. Like the <laughs> and I got the Bevon. Well, you got four Bevon beers. Save one of the Bevon beers for choose right. for Tuesday. So we can just review, like, hey. Uh, you, you, you're you going to want to know if the holdovers got nominated for Best Picture. You know you're going to want to know that. Yeah, but it's a dramedy, so it won't get it. It won't be. It's out. <laughs> so we'll do the Monday, perhaps a Tuesday, if I can twist your arm, and then the and then we get our agenda for next Saturday. Um, I'll start cranking away at this Kitchen Confidential uh, book. Anything else? No. Good. All right, Ben Bevon. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And we'll talk to you soon. do a, a free concert ticket giveaway. <laughs>